No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission of WQAM Broadcast Group Incorporated. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami for Lauderdale. Yeah, what do you want? You'd think he had to work on Labor Day. 560 WQAM presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, dial 5670560 in Dade and Broward. In other counties, call toll-free 877-785-NEAL or pound 560 on your AT&T and Verizon wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his callers do not represent those of WQAM management, staff, or sponsors. Now, the Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. The sky is falling. Yeah, thanks for helping me out with the hurricane preparation. H. Galise. Who's going to go have another uh, sausage? When did the power go out? Uh, about a week before the storm got here. Me too. Makes you wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really starting to blow now. Like your show. Now uh, hold the ladder. I'm coming down. What happens if I let go? Like this. Why, I'm going to kill you. You see, there is something uh, positive about because if we didn't have all these hurricanes and all this big blow going on all around, I would never play that. Right. Probably ever again. I mean, it would have been just as well, but nevertheless. Hannah has weakened a bit and has been downgraded to a tropical storm for now. Well, good. Following that? Mm hmm. After quickly strengthening into a Cat 1 system near the southern Bahamas on Monday, forecasters continue to think Hannah's coral remain more than 200 miles east of Miami as it curves near southeast Florida. Under the latest projected path, Hannah would strike near Charleston, South Carolina, on Friday or Saturday as a Category 2 system with 105-mile-an-hour winds. As of 8 o'clock this morning, a meandering Hannah was about 385 miles southeast of Nassau, or about 550 miles southeast of Miami, drifting west at 2 miles an hour with sustained winds of 70 miles an hour. Three hours before, it was an 80-mile-an-hour hurricane. Forecasters think the weakening is only temporary. Just like uh, the numbers on this station. Well, maybe that's that's a stretch. Mm-hmm. Stretching it? All the time. Very temporary, Dennis Felkin, spokesman for the National Hurricane Center, said it's experiencing some wind shear, and the shear is at its peak right now. We'd anticipate the wind shear to abate. For now, however, it appears Hannah should keep its distance, forecasters said. Meanwhile, Tropical Storm Ike, the ninth named storm of the season formed in the Central Atlantic on Monday, initially forecast to go into a hurricane and march west next four or five days toward the Bahamas. But a beep, but a boop, but a bop. Well, I would just crawl under the bed. Sure. 
Wouldn't you? I'm too. We got a hurricane on the way, mister. We got a hurricane. On. So the beast wrote in yesterday. Let's take a look at that poll the beast did. He did his own poll. Aren't you proud? Good. Of that fat tub of garbage. Which TV series do you most want to see made into a full-length big screen movie was uh, the question. Hmm. 278 votes. Well, it was a holiday yesterday. It was yeah. Labor Day. It's a labor of love. It's a labor of love. Isn't that what Eric always says? Yep. The labor of love. The Sopranos, 71. Doctor Who, 34. The Family Guy. About 30, man. Seinfeld, 23. West Wing, 17. W. Crap in Cincinnati, 11. Heroes, 11. Thundercats, 9. All in the Family, 9. Love Boat, 8. Law and Order. Any of them, it says 8. Chia's, 7. I bet you Tom Jick would go see that. He loves Chia's. He just likes to say it, I think. House, 7. What was House. Uh, medical drama. Oh, The Office it 7. Is House. Lost yeah. 7. Three's Company 4. CSI, any of them 4. Friends 3. Quantum Leap 2. Six Million Dollar Man 2. Greatest American Hero 2. Crime Story 2. And Gay Grey's Anatomy has got the oh. big O. Speaking of the big O, he's going to be doing double duty today and for some time to come. And probably there are some, some people out in the audience wondering. Why? Well, let me tell you. In one of the, I won't say one of the greatest faux pas in the history of this business, because that's Joe Bell's specialty, one after the other. He may not be good, but at least he's consistent. At least he's consistent. Comes up with the same old non-answers to whatever problems are going on. Oh, well, you know, oh, we tried to do this, ho, 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 and I tried to do that, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. So remember what I was saying last week about the new schedule that was announced in Barry Jackass's column, and we were... We were provided with a copy of it to yep. read on the air and to yep. promote to the audience about mm -hmm. Joe Rose doing 6 to 10 a.m. Uh -huh. starting today. Uh -huh. yeah. Starting today. Today was going to be the day we are going to unveil That's the right. lineup. We were going to play trumpets and stuff. Ta-da! Guess what? False alarm. Here's another memo from Josh Darrow. Ray, WQAM lineup. And remember what I was saying about, gee, I wonder if they uh, talked to Joe uh, Rose about doing that extra hour and if they offered him any extra money, because he sure ain't going to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning no. and do 6 to 10 for the same price he was doing 7 to 10, unless he's a total idiot, which I'm sure he's not. Right. Now we know the answer. Well, we know he's not. And we know that they didn't even, they didn't even discuss this with him. They didn't even negotiate any kind of a deal with him. And then they go ahead and put it out. Yep. This is the... This is the madness, and people wonder, oh, Neil's always complaining. There's always this complaint about management. The stuff that's going on in this place is, it's, it's beyond description. Scandalous. Have you got a word for it? Scandalous. What we can say on the air? Scandalous. Scandalous is correct. Here's the memo. And at the bottom it says, all questions regarding job responsibilities and shifts will be answered on an individual basis. <laughs> what, what does that mean? With regards to the uh, producer types, like Carlos Piccari had no idea, he, you know, where or when he needed to come to work today. Really? Yeah. Just to name oh one. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You stepped on her in the, in the beginning. Sorry. Clarence Darrow says we've pushed back the launch of our new lineup until January 1st, 2009. Oh, my God. It's not fair to Joe Rose to ask him to work the schedule we all want, 
but ultimately is not realistic at this point. It's not fair to ask him. In other words, they didn't ask him before they went ahead and put the uh, schedule out, the bogus schedule out to the press and to us the first time. Joe has too many commitments during football season to start 6 to 10 a.m. now. Once football season ends, we will unveil our new lineup anchored with Joe and Morning Drive from 6 to 10 a.m. January 1st. Today is the 2nd of September. Today was going to be the day of the unveiling of the new QM lineup. But anyway, the big O is going to be rock solid. Doing double duty 5 to 7 in the morning and 2 to 4 in the afternoon. See, the postponement. When I got this memo... I asked myself this question. Self, does this mean that Jerks is going to come back and do 2 to 4 till the end of the year or something like that? No. No. Oh, no. He ain't coming back. Once he's gone, That's he's right. long gone. Oh, and by the way, before I forget, was it um, Sunday? It had to be Sunday. The Mets-Marlins game at the uh, Macarena at the uh, formerly uh, Joe Robbie Stadium. Yeah. Chris? Okay. So, uh, for, for whatever reason on my package, they had the first half of the game, they had the Mets telecast, and then the second half, they had the Marlins telecast, the unctuous rich waltz. No relation to Jack Waltz. And the Mets announcers were saying, this is the most pathetic crowd on a holiday weekend. This is an important series, and this looks more like a spring training game, like an exhibition game. So I looked it up. It said 16,000. There may have been like eight or 9,000 people there, maybe, of which six or 7,000 were Mets fans. How do you like that? And they were, and they were scanning the uh, stands, searching for bodies. Oh, there's two reasons for that. I beg your pardon? There's two reasons for that. Yeah. Football season's here, and the uh, Marlins are basically out of it. Oh, and we're not really a great sports town either. So I guess that's three. Football season is here. What does that got to do with the freaking Marlins and the fact that the politicians are going to spend tax dollars to build a, a stadium for this franchise that nobody gives a crap about? Well, that's their stupidity. It is just, like, like George said, scandalous. So many scandals in so little time. Just like Sarah Palin and her pregnant mm-hmm. daughter. Speaking of scandals. Although at least her uh, daughter's boyfriend is kind of cute. What's his name? What's his name? I don't know. Dip? Dill? Dip, dip, dip. I think dip Dippity is the dip. first part. No, dip is the first part, and I think Schmidt <laughs> is the second part. He's kind of cutesy. I mean, at least at least he's human. He's not like Kevin Federline. Although, I don't know. What does the daughter look like? Is she cute? She's all right. She's adequate. Oh. Because uh, Fat Chris there thinks that uh, Sarah Palin is hot. Hey, she's cute. Maybe she was cute uh, 20 years ago. She's, she's a nasty right-wing right. Bible-thumping lunatic bitch is what she is. She's crazier than a bed bug. Yeah, she is. Yeah, but I'm just looking at her looks. Yeah, well, she's great. Uh, I, I sure hope McCain. you're not going to be voting. Are yep. you going to be voting? Me? Yeah, you. Yeah, of course I'm going to vote. You're going to vote for them because she's on the ticket? Of course not. Oh. <laughs> you crazy? Yes. Anyway, here's the lineup today. we got the big old uh, two to four. We're making a rock solid uh, second appearance. Then we got Mad Dog at Chula Steak, 2, 4 to 6.50. First bitch with Jesse Agra, 6.50 to 7. Even though it is football season, the Marlins are still playing. They're playing out the string. Dolphins tonight, America's number one tune-out, 7 to 8 p.m. And the DA Show, 8 to 11, who follows a one share with a oh, point. Oh, oh. So how do you like that? Yeah. 
And then we got two lineups here from Clarence. Starting January 1st, our lineup will be blank. And then starting September 2nd, our lineup will be blank. Is this going to be a permanent thing, Orlando, uh, twice a day? No. That sounds you know, no. tiring. No. not uh, Well, it's going to be until uh, the end of the year. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Wow. You're asking me like I know something? Are they going to give him a You're room? forgetting one like thing hot? about the Big O. He is absolutely rock solid. He can handle it. Well, he's just got to, you know, walk into the other room. What? He does a show from his home. That's right. I forgot that. So he, he can't, does his show from his home? He can't take has a nap. Has yeah. for a long time. A lot of you what kind of a that. scam is that? Total scam. I mean, I can understand why I'm doing a show from my home, because my home is 1,200 miles away here, at least part-time it is. But what, well, what is his excuse? Because uh, he had to get up at, well, he had to do a show at 5 in the morning, I guess. Well, he damn well better be coming in there at 2 o'clock to do the 2 to 4 segment. Don't you think? Why? I don't care. I don't know. I just, you know, yeah. just busting his balls a little bit. Because he is... Rock solid. Oh, yeah. He's a monster in the industry. Ever seen him? 1013 at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday, September 2nd. Labor Day's out of the way, and now I guess all, all the big holidays are gone until we get to uh, the end of the year, right? As far as I know, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, we get the Halloween. Columbus Day. I. Circus. No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission of WQAM BC Broadcast Group Incorporated. <laughs> Bush ignored the city of New Orleans Yes, some of the people down there say he failed Stuffed the people in the Astrodome like cattle While half the National Guard was in Iraq He cut funding for their levies Looters causing anarchy In Aruba we made a bigger deal In search for Natalie Holloway For one white girl we drained a lake And even asked for help from the Navy George Bush was vacationing in Crawford <laughs> I guess next year there'll be no Mardi Gras Girls Gone Wild needs the city of New Orleans Or they'll have to send their film crew to Florida well, it wasn't so bad, Gustav, as everybody feared. It wasn't so bad. And the Republicans, of course, are so concerned about the welfare of the public and about trying to, like, uh, scramble around so they don't repeat the disaster from Katrina right. a few years ago. They don't want to look bad. They They're... don't want to look bad. So as a result, oh, well, we're postponing this and we're canceling that. And now, after all, now that the big blow went through there and it wasn't the end of the world, uh, Bush is going to speak at the convention after all. I don't know about Cheney. <laughs> How about that Sarah Palin, huh? <laughs> what we got going on at QAM pales in to, in, in significance. 
however that goes, compared to what service they got. Talk about desperation. And her 17-year-old daughter, she's having a baby, and she's going to have the baby. And, and of course, she's daddy, a hero. Uh, what? She's a hero, you know. They're already saying that. The daughter. Oh, yeah, she's a hero because she's going to have the baby. She ain't right. going to have that abortion. In fact, that's what the Palin family is all about. They're, they're about proving that uh, they don't believe in abortion. The evangelical Christians, man, they're just foaming at the mouth. Of course, everybody else is running like crazy. And the idea that she was going to appeal to the Hillary voters, oh, yeah. my God. Let's get an anti-woman woman. See, that's why I yeah. question the intelligence of that uh, decision. These people are saying that it's a, a Rovian thing. Sarah Palin's path to the Republican ticket started with her name on a list and a team of some 25 people pouring through public records, searching for trouble spots without her knowledge. Then came the 70 question survey in a nearly three-hour interview. Wow. The review officially ended Thursday when John McCain asked the Alaska governor to be his running mate. You know how many times he's met her in his life? Twice. Twice, correct. Absolutely correct, sir. Absolutely correct, sir. That's what I said. In the days since, Republicans and Democrats have privately questioned whether the Arizona senator chose the first-term governor without fully looking into her background. McCain's campaign has vehemently defended the review. He talked to her a whole... Two times. Well, actually, uh, yeah, twice. Here's our poll today. What's your take on Sarah Palin? 529 votes. And I didn't put this thing on there till I don't know, 6 o'clock last night. You're not impressed? Yeah. Oh, I'm impressed. No, you're not. Okay. She's totally unqualified, 328. That's the obvious answer. That's what, what I voted. Me too. Who the hell is she, 94? Who the hell is Sarah Palin? I don't know. Up until uh, the end of the last week, nobody in there. Who She was a, a mayor in some little town in Alaska with about 20 people, and she's been the governor less than two years. And she's going to be a heartbeat away from the presidency, and the evangelicals are saying, Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, she's a fetus hugger, we love her. She's great, 59, oh yeah, and she's okay, 48. She's great, based on, based on what? She's one of us. She's one of ours. In other words, we got 11% of our audience are, are them, the flat earth crowd. Well, I'm factoring in the uh, the fake vote, the uh, the joke oh. voters, the jolly jokers. Arthur B. Culverhouse Jr., the lawyer who conducted the review, told the Associated Press in interview Monday that Palin underwent a full and complete examination before McCain chose her. Asked whether everything that came up as a possible red flag during the review has already been made public, Culverhouse said, I think so, yeah, I think so, correct. Correctamundo. Stoking the notion of arrest examination, a timeline issued by the campaign indicated that McCain initially met Palin in February, then held one phone conversation with her last week before inviting her to Arizona, where he met with her a second time and then offered her the job. You got the job, honey. Raising additional questions was the campaign's disclosure. And let me ask you this. Since these people are against sex education in the schools. Right. And against birth control and against anything that makes any possible abstinence sense. Abstinence only, abstinence only, just say no. Raising additional questions was the campaign's disclosure yesterday that Palin's unmarried 17-year-old daughter was pregling and reports that Palin's husband, Todd, had been arrested in 1986 when he was 22 for a DUI, <laughs> driving under the influence of booze. McCain's campaign has dispatched a team of a dozen communica uh, communications operatives and lawyers to Alaska. Steve Schmidt who really knows his business stuff, 
A senior advisor said the campaign always planned to send a jump team to the eventual running mate's home state to work with the nominee's staff, help with information requests from local and national reporters, and answer questions about documents that were part of the review. Kalbahau said Palin's review, like others, began with a team of two dozen people culling information from public sources. The team reviewed speeches, financial records, tax information, litigation, investigations, ethical charges, marriages, and divorces for a number of potential running mates. For Palin specifically, the team studied online archives of the state's largest newspaper, including the Anchorage Daily News, but didn't request paper archives for Palin's hometown newspaper for fear the secret review would become pubic. Among the findings, wait till you hear this one, baby. You talk about disqualification. Among the findings, Palin had once received a citation for fishing without a license. Oh, my God. Sounds fishy to me. Oh, there's Levi Johnston. That's the boyfriend. That's the daughter's boyfriend who knocked her up. He doesn't, he doesn't want children. Were you, uh, were you watching CNN? No, I'm looking. No, I'm not watching any of oh. them. I'm looking at the picture of him on the bottom oh, of the story. Okay, I just wondered. The story is from uh, somewhere. It's from somewhere. I got it, okay? Levi Johnston, Bristol Palin's baby daddy revealed. He looks pretty good to me. I do him. Reports on each candidate 40, and I wouldn't get pregling either. 40-some pages in single space then were reviewed by McCain-Schmidt campaign manager Rick Davis and top advisors Mark Salter and Charlie Black. Palin then was sent a personal data questionnaire with 70 very intrusive questions, Kalbahaus said. She was also asked to submit a number of years of federal and state tax returns. The campaign also checked out her credit and made her get naked, I'm sure. Kalbahaus then conducted a nearly three-hour interview. He said the first thing Palin volunteered was that her daughter was pregnant, and she also quickly disclosed her husband's two-decade-old DUI <laughs> arrest. One thing about that family, man, they're screwing their brains out. They are screwing up a storm. Screwing and doing and chewing. Levi Johnston, Crystal Palin's ba- baby daddy revealed. Then, of course, there's that bogus story from uh, Daily Cost, which now they said, oh, uh, it's not true after all. Right. About how the, the baby with the um, Down syndrome was not really hers, but it was her daughter's. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, well, we, we, we got that from a very unreliable source. Who, who knows? So many babies running around that family, people can't even keep track. And the evangelicals just love her. We love her, we love her, we love her to death. You know what they're saying? Yep. She's a hero. Remember Tiny? Your dog. Rest in peace, my dog Tiny. Tiny was more qualified to be a heartbeat away from the presidency than this bitch.
fairy. 1031 at 560 WQMC. Uh, just because of the circumstances that are going on around us, digging out some of these oldies here. Right on. Ain't that exciting? It is. Well, I mean, marginally, relatively speaking. Hey, what else Only you got too going? exciting. There's not a call on the board right now. How were they yesterday, Chris? Did you, now, did you produce the uh, Beast show? Um, I played the uh, spot sport. What do you mean by that? I didn't really do anything else other than play the spots. Can you ever, just one time in your life, can you ever give a straight answer? Nah. Just, just answer yes, the question. Yes, I was here for a show. The calls weren't very good. Um, he started out loving when the uh, idiots would call, and then by 12 o'clock, he was hating it. Yeah. There were idiots calling the beast? Oh, of course. The uh, regulars call. They don't care who's on. They're not calling today. That's a good thing. Let me see if this phone's even working. Oh, yeah. Just just double-checking. We got this Sarah Palin crap. I'd, I'd like to know where all those Marlin fans were on Sunday. There was nobody there, and of the people there, 90% were Mets fans, and the Mets announcers are just ripping, ripping your community and your so-called sports fans in a, in a town that's got 75 sports radio stations. Ripping you an ass and richly deserved too, I might point out. What an embarrassment! They said this is like an exhibition game, and it's as quiet you could, like a church mouse. What is a church mouse? I assume it's a mouse that uh, lives in church. Hangs out in the church. Yeah, and mice are quiet, and a church mouse would be extra quiet. Why don't you watch that movie of mice and men? You should. You ought to. I was just thinking about that over the weekend. What a good movie it is. And you're so close. Oh, and speaking of that, before I get into any calls. Guess what movie was on my cable? I watched it for free, and I w wish I had the time back then. But I didn't see the first, oh, I don't know, 20 minutes. No, what is it called? Country for Old Men. No Country for Old Men. Oh, oh, I warned you. I tried to warn you. That has got to be. It, you know what? It made There Will Be Blood seem like a, a five-star event. That's how bad that flick was. To me, it was worse because I was really enjoying it up until they stopped well, What were you enjoying about it? All the gratuitous violence? No, no, it was a, an interesting story about the cat and mouse game. These two were playing with each other, and then it just fell apart, and they never... I, I must know. have missed the interesting part. All right, well... It was the one, worst piece of swill. One would have had and to see it in the And then at the end, Billy, Billy yeah. Bob, uh, Billy Joe, uh, yeah. he says, and then I woke up, and then we go to the credits. <laughs> and there were people raving about that movie? Uh-huh. I was uh, raving angry. No country for old men. What, what does that mean? I don't know. You'd have to read the book. Does that mean in Mexico everybody dies young? Is that it? Is that it? I don't know. All the drugs and all them shootings and all that chazerai going on? There are websites, uh, at least uh, discussion boards, dedicated oh. to uh, explaining well, sure it and wait. argue about it. And, uh... I sure can't wait. Oh, even a professor said that movie sucked. Well, that proves it, I guess, then. Of course, he likes Justin Tinkerbell. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You know, this whole thing with him picking that woman as his running mate, it's serious because his father died of a heart attack when he was 70 years old. His grandfather died of a heart attack. You know, um, and don't forget about his cancer. Uh, yeah, and you have heart disease in your family. That's hereditary. This guy's going to drop off, and then this right-wing lunatic's going to be, uh, you know, she's going to be in charge. 
If the people aren't scared to death, if they aren't peeing in their pants with fear over uh, Sarah Palin, then something's wrong with this country. Oh, uh, she's, a, she's a lightweight. And by the way, uh, no, lightweight. Country, no Country for Old Men was one of the worst movies I ever saw in my whole life. Yes. The guy killed through the whole movie. What was the theme? I mean, that was my question. What is this all about? I mean, and then at the end, they, they don't even get him. I mean, you know, if they would have killed him, I would've, that would have been, you know, but they didn't even get him. Yeah. But anyways, have a good day. You too. Horrible movie. Although that guy, he sure was uh, doing a lot of bandaging and scraping and bleeding and Which stuff. Which one? The, the, our, our uh, hero? Both of them. The, the anti-hero. The anti-Christ. The Joe Bell act-alike. In, in other words, you think that this there was a, a, a valid story going on here? Look, if you'd seen it from the beginning, what it was supposed <laughs> to be, at least I thought, was well, this, What happened to the money in the report? See, that's the whole thing. Once they stopped telling you what was going on, yeah. that's when you wanted to put your foot through the TV, because it's like, come on now. It's supposed to be a story between this the about this redneck trying not to get killed or trying mm -hmm. to get away with you know with the money that he found while yeah. not ha while uh, avoiding this killer who's obviously a uh, a killing machine. He's a one man. Uh, wrecking crew, and he's got to stay one step ahead of him. But then they stop telling the story. About two thirds of the movie through, they, they go all French and weird, and, and talking French. to Tommy Lee Jones. You know, with the obscure, we're just going to bury the plot or ignore it completely. Tommy Lee Jones talking to this old man, and and they start waxing nostalgic, and then it just uh, they stop telling you the story at that point. Yeah, I mean they they do. You're but supposed then, but to figure it up. out. You're then supposed to figure up. it out. Who woke up? Tommy Lee. Okay. He yeah. said, then I woke up. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. relating the story about the dream right. he had. Right, yeah. And then I woke up, and then and then we go to the credits. Right. And you're thinking, what then, the F? I mean, then what was that all about? Then you want to go track down the director and kick him in the and nuts. And kill him. Right. For wasting so much of your time. WQAM, hello. Now, I don't know what movie George is watching, but uh, then it didn't start going French. The Tommy Lee Jones, when he returned oh, to the hotel room, sakes. The money was in there. He got Tommy Lee Jones retired. He got the money. The, old, the, the money wasn't in the Spanish guy's trunk. He, he got in an accident. He's gone. He walks away. He gets off, but he didn't get the money. Tommy Lee Jones got the you money. You see the briefcase over the bridge. Oh, no, no. The no, no. guy had a $100 bill in his hand. He got the money. Not all the money. It's, you got I mean, it. Listen, Eastern it's in promises. the book, moron. They have already discussed it on these message boards. Then you don't get the French comment. You don't get the French comment. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, the Eastern Promises. This one. All, oh, all these people recommended these movies. By the way, I tried to watch that Eastern Promises. Yeah. You'll, you'll fall asleep within 15 minutes of it starting. There you go. They don't make any good movies anymore. Very, very seldom. Very rarely. And so all of these uh, hype movies, oh, you got to watch this, and there will be blood, and, uh, yeah. Watch up, no country head. for old men, my ass. I was so glad that it was uh, that I happened to you know find it there on a the cable, because I sure as hell don't want to spend even like five cent to go out and uh, buy the DVD. And it was crap, pure unadulterated crap. I tried to warn you. Watch of mice and men. It's just a good. And, and, movie. and what was the deal with this uh, with the with the Antichrist guy? Every time he came across anybody human, would like he had to buy their shirt. What was that? Because he was all bloody and the, like the shirt was going to cover up all the blood. I, I guess. And how could he? How could he put on that little kid's shirt? That, that was like a little punky kid, like a twelve-year-old kid. How is he going to wear his shirt? It was very baggy. I don't baggy. Know. <laughs> I know. Say, go ahead. Say, baggy my ass. I had a line for that. I'm not saying it. <laughs> okay. 
Clarence has got me on a schedule again. Mom. Be, uh, Good. Clarence, you're an idiot, man. You just... You are so hopeless. He and Joe Bell are perfection. See, that is the greatest re- match in history. You have to readjust your expectations. The best. Adam Clarence. You're leader. And a lollipop, little boy. Thank you so much. Let's face it. Nobody thought a 46-year-old black guy named Barack Obama was going to be the Democratic nominee. I am extraordinarily honored that some of you will support me. He's a black man from Chicago. If we just have the courage to change. His wife can't seem to shut him out. For the first time, I'm really proud of my country. He had a red friend that's wacko. Rock knows what it means. The son of black and white parents felt he had to confront this age-old issue. Investing in the health, welfare, and education of black and brown and white children will ultimately help all of America prosper. Then there's the old white wartime hero. I am 200 years old. He's the biggest corporate whore. John McCain understands the dependence upon oil. But that all adds up to zero. And I haven't the slightest doubt about it. These are dangerous times. We're in two wars. It's McCain or Obama. Okay, sweetness, so let's make a decision. What the hell are we to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? The media spins all the drama. The drama is far from over. But at least George W. will be through. What do you think of me? The name George W. Bush will not be on the ballot. And that's got you excited. No, too bad it won't be on a ballot. Although, uh, maybe it's a good thing it isn't. Because if Sarah Palin can be on a ballot, maybe they'd like four more years of this. Give them another shot. Oh, yeah. 580 votes on the poll. What's your take on Sarah Palin? What's your take? Totally unqualified, 357. That, that You know something? That should have been the only choice I put on the poll. Yeah. Who the hell is she? 103. Who that? She's great, 67. You should live so long. And... She's okay, 53. 11.5% of this. Oh, 68, 11.7%. She's great because she's a fetus hugger and a flat earth crazed bitch Mm -hmm. and a liar, but nevertheless, and a uh, baby making machine. Other than that, she's great. I, I think this is fabulous. And, and sure. of course, it shows you how stupid he is, and in his uh, his campaign, yeah, his advisors. And I use the term the term loosely. They're they're morons. They're idiots. Oh, but it's going to get all those Hillary women, those disaffected Hillary voters who don't want to vote for Obama. They're going to come over to our side because we got some crazy bitch on there who's anti every woman issue under the sun. And, and these other people that supported Hillary based on the issues are going to, like, support her because she's got a vagina? I mean, let's get serious. Although Chris seems pretty interested in that. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. Hello, how you doing? Okay. Yeah, I tried to get the Joe Rose show this morning. Uh, I couldn't get in. Maybe you could help me. How, how long have Grace Tiana been at uh, Rutgers, the coach? Let, let me ask you something. Do you know what show this is? Let me try it again. Do you have any idea what show you're listening to? Uh, oh, oh, I listen to the Joe Rose show. What show is this? This is uh, the Neil Rogers show. Yeah, and do I talk about sports? No, 
I thought they were, you could help me. I know Joe Rose is gone already. Now call Joe Rose tomorrow, okay? Get out of my face. Call, give him Joe's number at home. I'll give him the cell number. WQAM, hello. QAM. Yeah, you know what gets me is McCain's running on this whole platform that the world is a dangerous place and the Islamo-fascists want to kill us all and uh, there's wars going on. Yet they put this woman a heartbeat away. She's never been out of the country. She was never out of the country until two years ago when she went to go visit the troops. She had to get a passport for the first time. All right, they're going to let the stewardess take over the country of uh, the old man. Crops. I don't get it. Right, that's right. That's right. She's going to be a heartbeat away from a seventy-two-year-old uh, uh, desperately ill man. Yeah, on top of that, every time they show her, she's got an M16 in her hand. Like a football. Like, oh, well, I'm phone because she's tired of. Uh... Okay, well, listen. Get a new phone. Amen. Everything you said, but get a new phone because you're like crapping out real bad. Wasn't that a bad call? I mean, technically. Yes. It was bad. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. You wait till you see the uh, in the next couple of weeks. See the polls start changing real big time. Mm -hmm. In fact, I saw we had one poll I put on the website where Obama's now eight points ahead nation nationwide. And once they start letting Sarah Palin sink in, and they start reading and hearing and thinking about what kind of issues she's got. Oh, but the NRA is going to love her. She's a gun-toting bitch. She is a right-wing, card-carrying Nazi is what she is, and hypocrite and phony. But other than that. Oh, speaking of phonies, a church minister from Stockholm has been charged with assaulting his wife after an amorous threesome spiraled out of control. The Church of Sweden pastor, his wife, and a male acquaintance came together one evening in June. It says, play on words, I guess. To share a meal and a few friendly drinks. After the meal, the trio retired of the sauna and soon became engaged in a series of sex games. But the evening began to heat up and the ministers alleged to have become increasingly jealous. Tensions flared and the couple's guests fled the house as the pastor started to beat his wife. The churchman is admitted to a degree of assault but denies kicking his wife in the genitals and slamming her head against the floor. News of the alleged crime has also reached church authorities. If found guilty, the pastor is likely to lose both his job and his clerical collar. Oh, oh no. my God. It would sure make me holler if I lost my collar. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I listened to the Roger show at 10 o'clock, and one question heads or tails? Think about that. WQAM, hello. That line in the dark bottle when Tom Hagen is told. He was shot five times, and he's still alive. Neil, that's the show you got there. Yeah. It's like you've been around for so long, man. Five shots. Mm-hmm. Play that line for me, would you? WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. ¿Cómo estás? Bien, muchas gracias. Necesito pedirte una ayuda. Speak in English. Speak in English. English? Yeah. What, what is your name? What? Could I get your name? What is, what is this man saying? It's a crank. No. Greg. <coughs> Greg, you, how can I What are you trying that? to say, idiot? I, I, I'm trying to... Ay, 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 you know what that sounded very much like to me? I could be wrong. 
Yeah, you beat me to it. Sounded real familiar to me. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. QAM. Yeah, can I talk to Neil? Speaking. This is Neil? Yeah. Let me ask you this. What gives you the right? What gives me the right? Wow. What gives you the right to put mm -hmm. down anybody who has a, a divergent viewpoint from you? Meaning what? Meaning that if somebody is to the right of center... No, no, she's not. You're talking about cool. Sarah Palin? She's not to the right of the center. I'm she's to the right of the about, universe. I'm, I'm talking about any, any conservative you claim is, 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 is a card-carrying Nazi. I don't that, that's her. That's, that's right. That's my opinion. That's what they pay me to give my opinion, right. not you're, yours. And you're allowed to give your opinion. But that's you right. You shouldn't be putting down your listeners. Meaning what? Meaning that you make them sound like they're, like they're the village idiots. And, and most of them are. Most of the callers are village idiots. And how do you think that these so-called village idiots feel about the people like yourself who are liberal? I, I'm certainly not a liberal, and I'm certainly willing so, to... So in other words, you're, so you're, you're, so you're suggesting in, in all seriousness to me that most of our callers are politically motivated? No, most of your callers are not politically motivated. Most of the callers are like the village idiots, like you just said. And? I, just, I, I just feel that you're a guy on the radio taking phone calls from people like me, and and, and if we don't have this, a, a very similar political viewpoint to you, first of all, first of all, you haven't expressed any political viewpoint. Okay. All, all you're doing is attacking me. You're not and, and asking who the hell am I to uh, say this or say that. Well, what, what political viewpoint do you want to express? You take you take the position. No, no, not not me. Let me ask it again. What okay. political viewpoint do you want to express? Do I want to express? Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to be voting for John McCain, and I feel no that you think that I. There we go again with you. You you don't want to express any point of view. All you want to do is talk about me. I happen to enjoy your program very much. Well, and based on what? You're, you're giving me a critique I here that I, I do everything watching, wrong. I, I happen to enjoy watching Bill Maher on HBO very I don't. much. Even I though don't. I disagree with both of you. That mm -hmm. doesn't take away from the entertainment value yeah. of, of either your So then what do you sound so agitated program? about? I'm sorry? I said if, that's, if you enjoy it so much, then what do you sound so agitated about? I'm agitated over one thing, that if you take it upon yourself... To put down people like like me when when we call up and 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 have okay, a first of all you have all you have said is you're going to vote for John McCain I'm okay which is John very McCain. scary to me but that, that, that's not a that's not an opinion that's not that's not a uh, that's nothing McCain can be scary to you just as Obama is scary to me and but why I'm is not... that why is Obama scary to you. Because to me, Obama is a political lightweight. Not quite as light as Palin, but he's, he's lightweight also. Mm -hmm. and, and John McCain is a heavyweight? John McCain's been in the U.S. Senate for 20-some-odd years. Yeah, and John and McCain supported over 90% of George Bush's uh, policies. Uh, on all the votes in the Congress, he supported George Bush 90% of the time. Does okay, that make, and, he, and, a, and does that make him a heavyweight? That he supported George Bush or he didn't support George Bush 
Well, sir, let Kennedy, me ask you this question, Kennedy because what you're saying is so, you know, you're putting me down for, for putting down people who express garbage like you're expressing. Would you say that the last eight years have been successful? No. I, I, and, and George Bush, in my opinion, has been an embarrassment. So then why do you want another four years of it? Because John McCain is not George Bush. Okay. Thanks for your, thanks for your perspective. Don't you feel bad for calling people yeah, like that, insulting people well, like that? Yeah, Calling him stupid and all those things you do, those horrible things. He didn't want to talk about issues. All he wanted to do is talk about me. And what gives you the right? I, I got the right to sit here and say whatever the hell I want. It's my show. When you get your own show, go on there and pontificate. Although we got enough, enough right-wing blowhards on here all over the country, we don't need another one. See, this is the idea. Anybody to the left of Attila the Hun doesn't have the right to be on here expressing a point of view or putting down the right-wing uh, philosophy. I'm sure he's going to call Rush up and say the same thing. To yeah, him call up Rush and tell him, oh, Rush, you how dare old? you express? Well, no, he likes Rush. In fact, he's probably sniffing some right now. 1057 at 560 QAM. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Rock solid. Any questions? Pharaoh, right wing Nazi, Republican motherfuckers. Sanctimonious ponies who would turn in their own mothers. I'll bet you're gonna save that when it comes in your back as they make you board that train. Right wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. Well, it just ain't enough. Just have rush. Filling the airways with hatred. The radio is permeated with the likes of Dr. Laura, Bill Hendry, and Michael Reagan. They call it clear channel cause they're clearly out to make the message clear. They're right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. They're all right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. For all the table-talking idiots who couldn't get any dumber. That are married to whatever they are told to believe and worship George as their king. Right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. Well, the Democrats who crap their pants like a child at a scary movie. Have Terry McCullough who should go home and shut up cause he don't have a clue what he's doing. The Democrats have a death wish when it comes to deciding who they will run. And you can color them dumb if they run Joe Lieberman. Right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. They're all right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. Who get indignant if it isn't them that's getting a juicy hummer. Just remember what I said when a gun's in your back if they make you board that train. Right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. They're all right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. Yeah, what I would like to know is who are you to be, uh, you know, doing this and doing that? I'm the guy who uh, is doing the show. That's that's who I am. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's what they pay me to is give me my, is to, uh, for me to give my opinions. Not to give his opinions or to give uh, Lardass Limbaugh's opinions, to give my opinions. Right. His actual line was, what gives you the right? Last yeah, time I checked, gives me the right? The, the First, First Amendment, Amendment gives yeah. me the right. How do you like Remember that? Remember the Constitution before George well, said it was that? just um, a mother-scratching piece of paper? They hate the First Amendment, so they like to pretend that it doesn't exist. No, only when it applies to them, then they like it. Oh, we're going to have the fairness doctrine back, and then the rush ain't going to be able to propagandize on there four hours a day. Oh, yada yada yada. That that that's that's what conservative has come to mean. Card carrying Nazi. There are no more conservatives. Even Richard Nixon was a million miles to the left of this current brand of neocons who've hijacked the Republican Party. There is no more Republican Party. Basically, what you got are a bunch of right wing extremists. Neocons who want who want to uh, run around the world and blow everybody up, right. like uh, McCain, extremists and apologists, uh, including what? Extremists and apologists. And I love the way he said, "No, uh, Bush has been very bad." Blah 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 blah. But right. McCain is uh, not George Bush. Curious. Yeah, they only agree on everything, but other than that, they're, yeah, they're than very that, different. Uh, right. I see. Uh, and and I can't wait to hear Bush's speech. He's actually going to go ahead and speak now that the big blow uh, got past New Orleans. Because you know how compassionate these conservatives are. Oh, yeah. WQAM, hello. I'm your best friend. QAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. It, it's, uh, it's not my program, but uh, I'm going to call that guy an, an idiot, too. Uh, he's, he's, the last eight years were not good, and he's ashamed of George Bush, yet uh, John McCain is not George Bush. The fact that he voted along. I, I kept trying Bush. to give this guy an opportunity to express something, but all he wanted to talk about was me. You yeah. do this and you do that, and and I'm going to continue doing it because that, like I said, that's what they pay me to do. Yeah, and and the guys, you know, uh, he, you know, he McCain, the fact that McCain voted uh, 90 percent along the lines for uh, George Bush, George, uh, John McCain's not George Bush. I guess he's just 90 uh, percent George Bush, which is 89 uh, percent too much. Yeah, so. like, like like Obama said in his acceptance speech, we can't we can't afford a 10 percent chance on change. Exactly. You have a good day, Neil. And you too. That was a hell of a speech, by the way. I haven't been on the air since uh, he made that speech. That was Thursday night, right? Yes. He hit it out of the park, baby. You didn't think? What, you, gives, you, didn't what gives you the right? I did watch it. Yeah, what gives me the right to express an opinion about Barack Obama, who, according to that guy, is a political lightweight? He's got Barack Obama's got more intellect in one ear than uh, John McCain's got in his entire wrinkled-up old body. Even if you add the entire... You know how they said about Giuliani, everything was a noun, a verb, and 9-11? And with McCain, it's a noun, a verb, and P-O-W. Every, everything comes back to that. Mm -hmm. You ought to thank those commie pinkos, otherwise he wouldn't have an issue to stand on. QAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Do you think that guy might have been the bridge tender's son? Why is it with you everything comes back to the bridge tender? Is that all you know? Absolutely correct, sir. Uh-huh, I know. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. WQAM, hello. I'm running for office. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Neil, let you know there's plenty of green tooth uh, crowd over at the Western Mall that want to vote for uh, Bush and his crony uh, McCain, but we're not going to let it happen. Yeah, what are you going to do? Well, there's plenty of openings in the in the bathroom and the stalls. Going to keep him busy? Yes. On Tuesday? Yes. All right. Maybe you can bring Larry Craig in, fly him into Hialeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Fly him into the Westland Mall. 
We could do that. Show them where all the glory holes are. Okay. <laughs> 632 votes on the poll. That's not too bad. On uh, what's her name? Sarah Michael Palin's twin. If, if before Thursday, before McCain announced her selection, if he had gone out like in a shopping mall or on a street corner, you would have found nobody, not not few, you'd have found nobody who had any idea who she is. What gives you the right? Because uh, that's my opinion. And I think, uh, and in fact, if he went out into a shopping mall now, right, and asked the people, well, what, what do you think about Sarah Palin? They'd say, what? Who? Am I right? Yep. And these card-carrying neocon Nazis, they want to put her a heartbeat away from the presidency. And then their big claim to fame, their big knock on Obama was he was too young and too inexperienced. She's experienced making babies, I guess. Sure. Lots of them. She's going to be the mother of America. What? Q Hello, Neil. I think that, you know, the best people, uh, John McCain, will have been definitely Sajak Cruz. The two of them are dead anyway, right? QAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Come to QAM, hello. Yeah? Yes. Hey, how's it going? Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm going to sneak into the States and vote about 50,000 times for Obama. Yeah. Um, were you at Woodbine last night? No. No? Were they closed? No. Oh, you just didn't come? Aw. Talk slower. He's writing this down. Yeah, are you, you writing a diary? Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I love you. I, I love you. What? You're hot. Whatever, man. I, I love you. Get some you. help. Get some help, sweetheart, before it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can help him. No, thanks. QAM, hello. He loves you. Yes. That guy that called about the uh, no countries or old men, uh, heads or tails, that's where it was from. I don't know if you remember. Every time he, he was going to kill somebody, heads yeah, I, I know. I, 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 I saw it. And? And what about it? Oh, click. So what is that supposed to mean? Is that what wow. made it a good movie because he was flipping the coin? No. Oh. And you kind of wonder how he got into that, the one room there where he was sitting there with that big bazooka, whatever the hell it was, that he had in his lap. shotgun there. And how did he just, I don't understand. He, we, we go to the scene and he's sitting in the chair. Listen, man, he's Spider-Man. He can fly and climb up and down walls. That is he's the biggest piece of man. turd. Like I said, it makes There Will Be Blood seem like an Academy Award winner. It is garbage. No country for old men, my ass. Well, there's no God, for that. The kind of crap. Now, who who uh, directed that? Who's the Cohen brothers, man? You're... Oh my God, they ought to retire. Your favorite mine, huh? You like them? I like them. Normally, yeah. generally well, speaking, perfect. Every now no. and then, somebody comes along with a clinker. Look at Joe Bell, for example. There's the sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play with each other, naked in the street. Stunt rejoins, baby. Attaboy, Clarence. You're the best. Back in the day when someone done us wrong, we didn't take their crap. In Pearl Harbor, when the Japs dropped their bombs, we bombed them back. And now the Saudis, they hit us hard. And on our cars, our little flags wave. As that Saudi loving 
Retired points of bombers the wrong way. And I'm embarrassed to be an American where they follow bulls like sheep. The United States of arrogance led by Bush and his family rethinking this country. Handling towards the darkest days in our history. I don't want to be a Pax American in the USA. What's a few thousand innocent lives? Stop living in the past. If you want that SUV to drive, you're gonna need more gas. It's the greatest country in the world. They train us to believe, and anyone who says that obviously can't afford to leave. Absolutely. And I'm embarrassed to be an American where we patriotically wave a flag in one hand with our head in the sand and blindly follow the powers that be apathetic. Washing state from news on a 65-inch screen. Scratch your five, everything's okay. USA. Everything's just fine, okay? Oh, we're fine. Of course, he's dead, but nevertheless. Can you believe that? Dan Stewart is dead? Yeah, I know. Shocking. Hey, Danny. You fairy. Wow. 656 votes on Chris's poll as goal of 750. Right? Sounds good to me. So what, what do you think? What's your take on that uh, schedule thing? And, you know, Barry Jackass, I've been checking his uh, column, mm -hmm. which he hasn't had too many the last several days, and uh, there's, there was never any correction. I mean, it's, it's like a joke. Yeah. They sent him this schedule and breathlessly announced that Joe Rose is going to be doing 6 to 10 and that uh, rock solid. The big O is going to be doing 2 to 4 and no more uh, jerks and yada, yada, yada. And then like, uh, oh, well, guess what? We screwed up. How is this possible? How is it possible? What do you mean? Right? You know. What? It's S-O-P. It's standard. For the course. When I got that email, I could have just spit up my soup. I was in the middle of having a meal, and my BlackBerry buzzes, and I look, and oh, Josh Darrow, WQAM, and I opened the attachment, and I read that thing, and I wanted to scream. Not that I'm a screamer, nevertheless. More a little bit. Yeah, yeah like that. I chortled. I went, huh, figures. Did you really? Yes, I, and I, I And I thought to myself exactly what you just said. Par for the course. Perfect. Perfect. Every single time. How can any responsible broadcaster just, just make a new schedule up without talking to the people who are... And like you said uh, this morning, the producers didn't even know when they were... Didn't right. know, some of them didn't know when the hell they were supposed to show up yeah, today. as in uh, the morning of. <coughs> but you're the one that uh, pointed out, hey, I wonder if they discussed this with Joe Rose. And, right. uh, and I thought... Well, because I was pretty sure they weren't. Right, and I, I didn't uh, take it as a joke. I thought, you know, that's a very good point. I wonder if they did. And... Because there's no way anybody in the world with even a, an ounce of self-respect, especially a guy like Joe Rose, that he's going to just do the extra hour for free, just, just so we can get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and for the extra glory of doing 6 to 10. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess they just thought they could just shove it right through. You know, this is the way they do it with everything. They just shove it right through. That's the Jolly Joe Clarence Darrow effing way. You can kiss my rear end. Exactly. That I'm sure that's what he told him. Right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon AT and T wireless line. WQAM. Hello. Yes. Are you taking any requests? Well, what what does that mean? Am I taking any requests for what? For uh, bids or something like that. Bids. Hello. He's yeah, listening. Are you taking any requests? Today? Yeah, I'm, yeah. No, here I'm giving requests. My request is that you die. Could you play the Reverend? That's John my request Smith, that you die, Reverend, Reverend Schwartz. Five, six, seven. Oh, and as far as that situation is concerned, I'm just plodding right along, doing the best I can because we're going to get no assistance from Joe Bell. He sends, he sends Norma Kent an email, which, seriously, if we could put it on the front page of the Sun Sentinel and the Miami Herald and the Palm Beach Post, people would be driving off the road in hysterical laughter if they could hear the content of it. Just the same old rehashed crap from last year. Well, ho, 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 I hired a private investigator. Ho, 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 and we're giving our number out for people to call. Everybody who lists their number in the yellow pages... Yeah. Is inviting people to call to do business. Or buys a That's radio That's why we ad. give our number out for, right. to do business. Not to have people calling 50 and 100 and 200 times a day to crank the show and to prevent us from doing business. But this is a man who pretends he doesn't get it. And you want to know why? Because he doesn't want to do anything for this show. He doesn't want to do anything for you, for me, for Fat Chris, for anybody except his own fat ass. This is an evil, evil person. And, of course, Norma Kent. Oh, well, I think he's serious this time. <laughs> hey, Norma. You fair. Right. He's serious. Serious is a fart attack. The world's worst radio executive, Jolly Joe Bell. You know how Oberman does the, world, the worst person in the world? Yes. Well, Jolly Joe Bell should be on that list. WQAM, hello. I'm Sarah's child. QAM, hello. QAM. Yeah, I'd like to speak to Neil, please. Speaking, please. Huh? This is he. This is Neil. Yes. Yeah. How you doing today? I'm responding to that one caller there. You know, I I, don't, I, I ain't telling you what to do because I love your show, and not everyone's going to agree with everybody, and you know, but you're really pretty much right on point with everything, and maybe it's time you got to stop taking calls again because these people are just complete idiots out there and it it, it it just it's better to just listen to you and no. listen to the facts and i no. mean but it's up to you you're having no, a great show you got a okay, great thanks show. have a great day well his intentions were very good you know but i think there's something we ought to say to that caller if i can find it on here i'll find it enough for the selfie right Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and AT and T wireless line. How come you never told me that singular went out of business three years ago? All those times, every day, I was saying it over and over again because you're a bastard. That's why. right. That's it. Bastard from a basket. All right, I'll just play along. Seriously, the movies that they're making nowadays—I don't want to sound like an old fuddy-duddy, even though I am—but the movies that they're making now, I wouldn't wish on Heinrich Himmler. And then someone points out a good movie, and you refuse to watch it. So just go ahead and pretending that they're not making any good movies anymore. Hey, you wouldn't watch that movie with Stephen Strait. You were talking about good movies, right? Oh. It was great. 
Hey, I got news for you. I'd rather watch that a hundred times than watch either one of those uh, There Will Be Blood or yeah. Me No too. Country for Old Nevertheless. Men. Nevertheless. And then I woke up, and and I'm I'm sitting there waiting for him to say something profound and that would, that would clue me in as to what the... what that, that was the one thought that kept going through my mind. What is this movie all about? Why, why is this going on? You follow what I'm saying? Yep. There was no plot. If you'd have seen it from the beginning, the plot is, can Josh get away with the money without being killed by this killer? Oh. It's a cat and mouse game. It's not an original plot. It's been done a million times. But, you know, he was a likable kind of character living in the trailer park there, Vietnam vet. So, yeah, you were rooting for him. And then, uh, and then what? Oh. Well, he didn't do too good. No, he didn't. He didn't uh, fare well. And that evildoer, he, he looked like, yeah. um, he with looked his, a little like Gary haircut, Starmer. Uh, with a little Dutch boy haircut. What do you call, what do you call that thing? <laughs> yeah, I kept thinking you fairy. Although I do want one of those uh, cow killing uh, tanks. I got some big plans for that thing. One of them what? That it, it was a cattle killing machine. That's what he was carrying around with the uh, tank of gas. You know the um, the air thing that little yeah, the thing air, with the hose. The air hose yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a, cow, a a cattle killing device. I could use one of those things. A lot of bad meat going around. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you that. I know some cattle. They had that listeria outbreak here. That's my warning to all you kids out there. Now, let's see. is the, 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 Because today the kids go back to school here. What about there? They have been for a, a weekend uh, change. No, not here. Here they wait till after Labor Day, and that's spelled L-A-B-O-U-R because yeah. it's that British influence, baby. Labor and color, C-O-L-O-U-R, and all this other British crap. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. My name yeah. is Bob. I think we should get together. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Wow. Just to play on... Hey, ice cream lovers. First, there was Ben and Jerry. Now there's something new. Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Bob. I'll play on that. No originality. That's South Florida for you. I hope that maybe one of these big storms comes along and all the, all the good people are spared. But the evildoers, you know who they are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and speaking of that, CNN yesterday talked about hyperventilating in New Orleans and in Baton Rouge. Did you did you see any of that? Any what? And John Zarella. He he's got this little. What do they call those things? Like a, a gyroscope. What do they call those things where the um, wind is blowing uh, the thing? Oh, the little the little handheld weather station there. Yeah, yeah. And he keeps holding it. He's spin, he's spinning around like he's going to blow off into the ocean. <laughs> My God. And I'm thinking, with all this blowing going on, where the hell's Miss Norcross? Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The fourth leader. Neil, God. Join the NRA. Shoot your gun today. Have yourself some down home Christian fun. Blow your friends away. We'll back you all the way. Sending your right to Come on and join today, and you'll be proud to say you're a member of the 
11.32. That's Sarah, baby. She loves her guns, and she loves all them right-wing, uh, that whole agenda, baby. Maybe she knows Eva Brown. You think so? Maybe. A drunken driver attempted to get off the hook by offering police a police officer Jimmy John's sandwiches. According to police reports, now this doesn't say where this is, where this was. Oh, yeah, it does. According to police reports, Mark Anthony Booth, 25, of uh, in Iowa City, was charged with drunken driving and bribery early Sunday morning. Booth was pulled over for driving with his headlights off at the intersection of Gilbert and Kirkwood Streets. After a breathalyzer test, he was arrested for drunk driving. Booth was riding with a police officer in a squad car following the arrest when he offered him free Jimmy John sandwiches if he was allowed to go home. The officer declined the offer, to which Booth allegedly responded, Come on, nobody's going to know. Right. Good thing you didn't offer him a subway. The officer I've never would have had those sandwiches of you. I never heard of him, Jimmy well, John's. Maybe it's something special. Here's a fact that says, I just finished reading online the 1990s. Sarah Palin was a member of the Alaskan Independence Party, meaning she wanted Alaska to break away from the U.S., eh? Kind of like those Quebecois, those frogs. A separatist. If she were a Democrat, Republicans would call her a traitor, and now she's going to take the oath to defend the Constitution of the U.S. from enemies, foreign and domestic? Unbelievable, it says. Unbelievable. Yeah, the only oath she's going to take is she's going to go back home and make some more babies and take care of her daughter's illegitimate child. No, no, no. They're getting married. Her and Levi. You don't want no kids. Yeah, well. Levi don't want no kids, okay? He's going to be spending a lot of time out in the woods hunting. <laughs> hunting for a squirrel, no doubt. Right. I hear in the trailer park that's a real delicacy, fried squirrel. So I've heard. Yeah, and you can also bring home their nuts. 680 on the poll. Chris is Jones in for 750. Well, okay. after Labor Day, okay? This is the day when people start getting their act back together again. We'll get it. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Is Bob Cole Jewish? Oh, here we go. This is the same. You know, I was thinking about you over the weekend. What kind of a lifeless idiot you must be. With the hockey announcers. Is that all you know how to hawk is the hockey announcers? Not a hockey thought. Hawk. Hawk a chinik. That's all you know how to hawk. <laughs> yeah. Hawk a Toronto. Hawk chinik, okay, old man? <laughs> yeah. Say hi to Foster Hewitt. <laughs> ah, ah. Every breath could be the last. He reminds me of those old farts I see at Woodbine with the oxygen tanks, you know. Oh, yeah. They're, they're in the chair, and they have the tank mm -hmm. hoisted there on, uh, on the side of the chair. And every breath could be hey. the last. And they have somebody schlepping them, and they, and they take the chair away from the machine, and they push the, their wheelchair up to the machine, and they reach out, and they just, they like tap, like with a, like with a limp. You know what I mean? With a limp tap? With a limp with thing. With a limp stick? Yeah, a limp stick. <laughs> and that that jerk was giving a song to dance about not well not jerk, that was a good guy. Not not taking any more calls. No right. chance in your pants, baby. We're taking calls. Of the oh, there's Rob Marciano. He was getting blown all over the place yesterday and looked like he was enjoying it. They stand out there in the middle of the... And the wind is blowing and they got their red uh, rain outfits on there. They're CNN official uh, uh, hurricane lunacy outfits. 
When are they going to stop with that already? What is that supposed to prove? Okay, you can't see the palm trees are swaying. Mm-hmm. The, the, the stop signs and the, and the traffic lights are blowing off the, the damn moorings and everything. And we need to have these idiots standing out there so right. we know that it's windy and it's raining like hell and there's a hurricane. Jesus, God, you people in the media are sick. Sick. Real sick. But let me ask you a question. What gives you the right? <laughs> Where do you get off? Yeah, that's I'm right. Your QAM. WQAM, hello. Good Rogers. Good morning. Hey, uh, I'm real excited about Taylor, baby. We're going to get it done now with the last piece of the puzzle in place. Mm-hmm. Mac is back. Four more years. Rise above the rest. Cowboy? Cowboy. Turn it up real loud. Cowboy! Turn it up real loud before they stick you back on a rubber raft. 684 on the survey. Most people say she is eminently and totally and absolutely, positively absolutely. unqualified. And they happen to be... Absolutely correct, sir. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay. You know what cracks me up about these right-wingers, like that schmuck that called earlier? They never, ever, ever have a response to the question. Right. Why do you support these people? Why don't you support these people? They can't answer. It always comes back to you or the Democrats or this or that. What gives you the right to uh, be knocking all our fascists to the crap? Yeah, social rep- uh, conservatives is what they're calling them now. They're the new Nazi du jour. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and then all this crap about the convention, oh, how compassionate the Republicans are, the hurricane, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the convention, the convention is in Minnesota. The hurricane was uh, headed for New Orleans and Baton Rouge. What the hell does one have to do with the other? They have to, they have to put on a big dog and pony show for the public to show how prepared they are and how they sympathize for everybody? Yeah, or likely still. And, and why should we, why should Sarah uh, Palin's, background be a secret now because they don't want dirt to come out all of a sudden the hypocrites want to now their lives are secret now it's like they're running for public office but all of a sudden we're supposed to but in the meantime obama and the democrats are saying well you know uh, private lives personal lives and their families and especially their children we you know this is a typical wussy reaction from the democrats it's i agree always... but i agree with you 100 percent. but at the same time you know that if he attacks, if he jumps on her and attacks, then everyone's going to be, like, talking bad about him. It's the same cycle of insanity in this country. It's like a bunch of maniacs. You're the best, Neil. I love you. Okay. Let me say it again. When the, the, big, the, the number one knock that they've been giving on him is, oh, he's inexperienced, he's uh, too young, he's inexperienced. Who could be more inexperienced than Sarah freaking Palin, who nobody in the world ever heard of? including probably some of those 85 kids she's got. And her daughter's out screwing her brains out and having an illegitimate baby. She's pregling in an unmarried fashion. And uh, and we're supposed to be proud of that, that she's having the baby. She's not having she's an abortion. She's having the baby, she's and she's going to get married, and she's going to do the right thing, the right thing. Rednecks run America. That's the problem. Rednecks. Gun-toting, war-loving, abortion-fearing, Fag-hating, Bible-squeezing, redneck. I like the wee-wee.
I wanna be president. I don't use fix a dent, McCain. My wife's a hot blonde. Don't leave my blinker on, McCain. Not too old, not too old, not too old, McCain. You fairy. I'd like a steel trap. Need no afternoon nap, McCain. I'm a politico. I don't play bingo, McCain. Not too old, not too old, not too old, McCain. I wanna get things done. I'm only 71, McCain. I won't be wearing Depends when they swear me in, McCain. Not too old, not too old, not too old, McCain. Old and eminently unqualified. What a team, man. What a matchup. 11.45, 15 till noon at 560 WQM. Today is a um, banner day. It's our, oh, it's not our new schedule. Well, it's our temporary new schedule. We got the big rock solid. Oh, at 2 o'clock this afternoon. You don't sound excited about it. Who, me? You. Do you want me to pretend to be? Yeah. I told you, it doesn't make any difference who they stick in there. Why is that? Because it's going to suck and it's going to fail. If Joe likes it, it's going to suck and it's going to fail. Is that what you're saying? That's what I said. If Jolly Joe likes it. That's, that's George's mantra, baby. If Jolly Joe Bell likes it, it's going to suck and it's going to fail. That sounds pretty negatory to me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm positive then. How's that? You said it's going <laughs> to suck and it's going to fail. WQAM, hello. Where's the report? QAM, hello. Neil. Speaking. Good morning, Neil. Good morning. How are you? Fine. Good. Um, Neil, I saw your QAM Tomer just passed me. Is he in a hurry to go somewhere, love? What? He just cut me off on 441, your Hummer van. Yeah. And what, what does that got to do with me? <laughs> Nothing. Oh. Uh, is he on his way somewhere where I can uh, pick up some, some tickets or something? Well, let me say it again. What does that have to do with me? <laughs> yeah. Crazy bitch. Maybe that was Sarah Palin calling in, looking for some free tickets. Maybe like the uh, DUI ticket that her husband gave. Of course, I don't think that's that. They ain't nothing. I mean, your president had DUI back in Texas, and they covered that up right till the ass end. Did huh? he have two, or was it Cheney that oh, had two? Oh, who knows? Two, twenty, a hundred. What difference does it make? And how about that chick that he took to the abortion clinic to uh, after he knocked her up? See, she wasn't a hero, but Bristol but, is. That's right. Bristol's a hero. She's going to have the baby. She's not going to go to some baby killer. She's going to have the baby because she's been screwing her brains out. She's a good fundamentalist evangelical Christian, and she's been screwing for the Lord. We don't believe in this birth control or family planning or sex education. We believe in screwing your brains out. No, I like that. Who the hell is version is that? The real Bristol stop is the Novells. Well, guess who this is then, buddy? 
That's the Novell? Show enough. Get out of here. It's not the original. See, of course it is. Except no substitutes. Voidware prohibited. That not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. It is. I don't know what Airsoft's version you had, but this, this is from The Collection. Yeah, collect this. That? Okay, enough of that crap. You're our hero, Bristol. You're our hero, Bristol Palin. Wow. One thing about those right-wingers, man, nothing is going to dissuade them. If it came out that she was an ass murderer and she murdered ten of her uh, classmates in school, mm -hmm. they'd say, oh, but the Lord is going to, you know, hero. she's, yeah. She feels bad about it. What is that? It's Johnny Bristol. It's the only other Bristol. Oh, come on. Nobody knows from that. Oh, it's got that guitar. Isn't ESPN in Bristol, Connecticut? Yeah, that's why the rumor is that she named her uh, daughter after that because, uh, you know, she wanted to work for ESPN. Remember that story? Yeah. And then it didn't work out for her, so she went into politics instead because she was a failure as a uh, sportscaster, sports announcer, talking head. And she was the mayor of uh, some city in Alaska with six people. An 84-year-old Nigerian Muslim preacher with 86 wives intends to marry more women despite an order from local Islamic chiefs to immediately divorce all but four of them, his spokesman said yesterday. This is in Abuja. Nigerian newspapers reported that Mohammed Bello, I wonder if he's kin to Saul Bello, you think? Maybe. Mohammed Bello, who lives in Niger State in central Nigeria with his wives and at least 170 children, was ordered by local religious elders to divorce 82 of his wives by Sunday or leave the area. Some newspapers said on Monday he arranged a meeting with local officials to divorce all but four of the women and asked for a time to return them to their families. But his spokesman, Mohammed Tahir, denied there had been any such deal. He's not going to divorce any of his wives. Rather, he's going to marry more, Tahir said. How do you like that? He's militant about it. Yeah. Since he married those women, none of them or his children have ever gone out to beg for food or money. He has broken no laws, and none of his wives have committed any offenses. There would be a basis for divorce, he added. Many Muslim scholars say Islam allows men to have up to four wives at any given time who must be treated equally. That means if you screw one of them on Monday, then you got to screw all four of them on Monday. Right. Before, before midnight, or before the clock changes. Or at least giving them a make good on Tuesday. Oh, before noon. Bellow has received a number of death threats in the land. Well, it doesn't count if it's afternoon. By the way, where's this the story from that you're reading? Nigeria. Ah. I can't pronounce it like I used to years ago. I but know. then again, times have changed. You know, we can't. And, and this business about what gives me the right, we don't have the right to say much of anything anymore, you jackass that didn't even call last hour. Careful. What gives you the right? Well, we used to have the First Amendment, but now with your Nazis in power, we can't say anything. Bello has received a number of death threats in the last few weeks after the Nigerian media began reporting on his unusual marital situation. Sometimes people will call us, hide their numbers, and tell us that they're coming to kill him and everyone in the compound if he doesn't leave, Tahir said. Is that fair? What offense has he committed? He's just been screwing up a storm, and he's got 84 wives. Keeps him real busy. Keeps him off the streets. Keeps him out of trouble. Right. A lot of screwing going on, man. Just like, uh, what's her name? Bristol uh, Stomp uh, Palin. Mm -hmm. And nobody seems to be, uh, that whole abstinence thing, I guess that's okay for everybody else, but not for that family. See, Christians are not perfect. We're just forgiven, you see. Yeah. Every once in a while, Christians somebody will scramble and fall. Baloney. Full of baloney. Know, what, uh, what's important to consider Hypocrites, is that, liars, that we didn't go and get the coat hanger like you, you secular drugs. humanists would have done, you see. And that whole business about, uh, you know, banning evolution from being taught in the school. She's a creationist bitch, too. Mm -hmm. She's got the whole 
the whole right-wing right. line Shabani. down with science. She ain't for science, but that's her science, the whole right-wing propaganda line, all the talking and squawking points. And the media, instead of this crap, well, you know, we shouldn't, it's her family, and we shouldn't, uh, you know, attack her children and the family. Let me say this right now, okay? You people in the media are a bunch of, if Obama's daughters, which they're too young right now, but if it would have been Obama's daughters, one of them would have gotten knocked up and had uh, been pregnant, oh, yeah. they'd be screaming. Uh-huh. They'd be carrying on like lunatics. Oh, my God. You see those uh, pr promiscuous liberals, That's those right, perverts? Right. Uh, yeah. They can't keep it in their pants. Promiscuous liberal perverts. But in the meantime, we got people like Larry Craig tapping his toe in the tea room. Whatever happened to him? He just—he's still there. Yeah, business as usual. You know how yeah. it is with monkey uh, business. The as They're allowed to. WQAM. Hello. Hello, uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah. What, what do you think of uh, that that lady from Canada? I mean, Alaska. She's fine as hell. I think she is. What's her name? What's her name? What's her name, Schmuck? Her name? Yeah. The guy that calls Taylor. each crap over and over again. Taylor. What is it? <laughs> that lady, she's fine. Yeah, that's right. She's a hot piece of ass. Which qualifies her to be president of the free world, don't you think? Oh, well, she's more qualified than who we have now. Yeah, I would, I would give her that. Of course, that baby that hasn't born yet is more qualified. Maybe that baby can be president someday. Schmeckel Palin. WQAM, hello. I got something to say. QAM, hello. QAM. Neil. Yeah. She worked for that Nazi Pat Buchanan, and she's a creationist. I just got through saying she's a creationist. I just said they're like 67. How can anybody who is halfway lucid believe in creationism? They can't. But how can someone be one Only flat earth, stone age, card carrying, neocon, Nazi bitches like her. Only those people can believe that crap. You're the best, Neil. Yes, I am. She, she is like the worst. If, if you take all the worst of trailer parks all across North America. Oh, and speaking of the worst, yes, how is our country? How, Oh, my God. Jew Lieberman is going to be speaking at the Republican convention. Of course. I take it back. She's not the worst. Jew Lieberman is the worst. Oh, I don't, I don't expect I'm going to see him at too many trailer parks. Laying to Philin and the Tzitzes. Isn't he a disgrace? Yes. And, why, and again, the Democrats race. being the wusses that they are, they just continue tolerating his aberrant behavior. They ought to kick him off every committee. They ought to kick him out of the, uh, oh, but he's the tie-breaking vote. Big deal. After this election in November, they're going to have such a majority, they won't need his bull crap. They won't have to cozy up to his, uh, his garbage. I think they ought to wait until uh, Hanukkah and use him as a human dreidel and just spin him around. You use him as a piñata? Well, even better. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Maybe Candy will come QAM, hello. It's the big O studios in his bedroom. I wonder if he really is rock solid. <laughs> rock solid. <laughs> Excellent point. You'll find out at 2 o'clock. That, that's news to me. It's the first I ever heard of him having a studio in his house. What I knew kind it. of a guy, huh? I knew it, but I forgot. What kind of a guy's got a, a broadcast studio in his place, in his house, Slacker, in his apartment? Royalty, somebody very important, obviously. Yeah. 
was really rock solid. Well, here's his big chance. They've had him hidden there in the early morning for years and years, and now here he is actually after the sun comes up. Two to four starting this afternoon, although he won't be on tomorrow. The DA show for tomorrow. And then uh, Big O returns in the afternoon Thursday and in the morning, of course, five to seven, two to four. How about the seven to nine would be good? Instead, I've got off for Hurricane Hotline. The biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. And the sports leader. Well, uh, it beat at 12 to 1 hour on WQAM. Live breaking news. As to the uh, health news uh, around uh, Senator McCain, he did have a small patch of skin cut from his right face yesterday, his right cheek, and some parts for a broken toilet. He tried to solicit sex in an airport men's room in June. McCain has had four cancerous growths removed over the years, but he pleaded guilty yesterday to DUI and drug possession charges, admitting he used cocaine and had bags of it with him when he was pulled over in Arizona in December. And last year he was cited for urinating in public in Columbus, Ohio. We'll be right back with more headline news. 1201 at 560 WQM. It's the world flaming Neil Rogers show, and George has lost uh, touch with reality. Have I? You, you just sent me this fax. I uh-huh. mean, two faxes. One of them about Don LaFontaine, who I never heard of, died. Of course Although you I have. I didn't know that guy spot. And the other one from... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's the, uh, the second one that I've gotten from him, and he's going to keep faxing until you address until him. Until I what? Until you address him, obviously. I'm not going to address him, until okay? Until you do the dance, do your due diligence. Crazy Mario in Hialeah, okay? Get lost, Crazy Mario. Go away. And quit wasting our fax paper, you you quizzling. You fairy. You simpleton. You know the guy from the spot, the guy co-spots, because he's the voiceover guy for all the movie trailers that you've seen since you were a little kid. Really? Yes. In a world where blah, blah, blah. That guy. Yeah, well, uh, like I said, I know him from the, um, the Geico, Geico spot. spot and every other movie. And he's done voiceovers for uh, everybody. You grew up listening to that guy's voice. I know I did. Oh, wait a minute. Now we got Tropical Storm Josephine. Well, I bet you got that by Fats Domino. Josephine. Coming right up. You don't have it. I might. You don't. So we got Isaac and Josephine. My God, the, the Lord is really foaming at the mouth. He's pissed off. And remember when uh, that Nazi James Dobson prayed for rain, torrential rains on Denver, the Democratic Convention? And come to find out that, as usual, what have I told you for years about Mm -hmm. the Lord? He's got bad aim. Or he's listening to somebody else. How do you do? That's not the original. No, it's a live recording. Sorry. It sucks. What? Did he say poo poo poo? Poo poo poo, something like that. Poo poo. I'll go get the original. What do you mean you go get the original? Is I'll it go that get important? It. it is to me. We got tropical storm Josephine. We got Hannah. We got uh, Isaac, uh, Ishmael, Yitzchak, and we got Josephine. Oh, they're just aiming for us. Voiceover master Don LaFontaine is died. He was sixty-eight. Do you think he was uh, related to the great hockey player Pat La 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 LaFontaine? Maybe. As Rick Jennerette would say. Maybe brother. How come, how come that idiot uh, with the hockey announcers never talks about Rick, uh, Pat, uh, Rick Jennerette? I'm sure that'll be next call. Is Bob Cole Jewish? Oh, my God. Is the Pope Catholic, you idiot? What a old toad. What a turd. Well, one thing about these callers, almost all of them, almost every single one, they've got one shtick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that's it. LaFontaine, known as King of the Voiceovers, died yesterday afternoon at Cedar sinai Medical Center in L.A. LaFontaine's agent, Vanessa Gilbert, tells E.T. 
that he passed away following complications from pneumothorax. Yeah. Pneumothorax. Did I say it right? Yeah. Pneumothorax, Never heard the of presence it. of air or gas in the pleural cavity, the result of a collapsed lung. The official cause of death has not yet been released. Collapsed lung. What do you get a collapsed lung from? I don't know, but I think he was a cigarette smoker, if I'm not mistaken. Ah! Too many of those faggots. They'll kill you. Over the past 25 years, LaFontaine cemented his position as king of voiceovers. Aside from being the preeminent voice in the movie trailer industry, Dunn also worked as the voice of entertainment tonight and the inside as well as for CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, and UPN, in addition to TNT, TBS, and the Cartoon Network. He was a busy guy. By conservative estimates, he's voiced hundreds of thousands of TV and radio spots, including commercials for Chevrolet, Pontiac, Ford, Budweiser, McDonald's, Coke, and lots of other corporate sponsors. He recently parodied himself on a series of national TV commercials for Geico. At last count, he's worked near on nearly 5,000 films, including appearances as the in-show announcer for the Screen Actors Guild and Academy Awards. Based on contract signed, he has the distinction of being perhaps the single busiest actor in the history of SAG, the Screen Actors Guild. Not as survived by his wife and three children, his wife, singer-actress uh, singer Nina Whitaker. I wonder if she's kin to Roger Whitaker, do you think? Maybe. Or Nina Simone. Or... Or Sarah Palin. Oh, well. I can't even remember her name. You will. No, is it when too late for them to go, president? ah, we don't like when this She's idea. president of the free world, Sarah That's Palin. That's right, President Palin. She'll make everything that preceded her Palin to insignificance. Mm -hmm. She's going to be impaling all the uh, heathens on the stakes. That's right. She don't like all you uh, Jews and all you non-evangelicals uh, and all you faggots and all you dark folks and all you feminist kind of... Uh, See, that's the thing. The, the, when they first announced the name, I thought, well, here's the uh, immediate, you know, the immediate response to the Hillary crowd. And then, of course, you look at where she's coming from, what she's all about. There are, there are five women in the world who supported Hillary that would vote for this bitch. Not five. Count them. WQAM, hello. In a world where I am dead, I will run in the cave. 5670560. Pound 560 on the Verizon AT&T wireless line. I would imagine a lot of people are out there busy getting the visqueen and the duct tape and the plywood. Sure. Bottled water. Batteries for their radio. Don't forget to get right. that transistor sister working. Gas. Oh, yeah. Fill a top off the tank with gas. In fact, have it running down the side of your car if you can afford it. And oil is down, man. It's, let, me, let me just take a look. See, this is the way they manipulate public opinion. And they manipulate the marketplace. They, they raise it to an ungodly number. And people are like swooning. They're passing out because they can't afford to fill up their gas tank. And then it comes down to what still would have been an ungodly number. They, oh, what a, what a big improvement that is. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Testing the marketplace, whatever the market will bear. And then when the, there's a little bit of resistance builds up and people say, oh, I can't handle that anymore. Oh, well, guess what? Look at the big bargain we're giving you. It's only $111 a barrel now and only going to be like uh, $3.99 a gallon instead of 4 bucks. The Dow is up 169 points and the Nasdaq's up 18 and a half. Oil is down to 108.84. $108.84 say, eh? let's go out and roll out the barrel. What do you say? All right. Roll out the barrel. They don't make songs like that anymore. Thank God. I wonder if the Andrews sisters sang that. The Beer Barrel Polka, wasn't that the name of that song? Sounds about right. We'll have a barrel of fun. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Okay. Hey, a few things. Uh, I, uh, you're probably already aware of it. 
Uh, I don't know if you know, but they fired a, a lot of the writers at the Slum Sentinel. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Yeah, now that's the, the papers... That's the nature of journalism, sir. Both the radio and TV and newspapers, everybody's getting canned. They're making gigantic, humongous cutbacks everywhere. It's amazing. It's, everything's double space and it's all filler. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a free giveaway in a, in a, in a condominium now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like that uh, condo paper that Mo used to read, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the Upriser, the up, uh, Uptown or something, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, another thing, uh, it's, you know, it's not a great subject, but it's all around you down here. Uh, death. I mean, uh, after all, Florida is where, where dreams do go to die. The, the saying that I can't stand is uh, one of these jocks hit a scratch single, and they said, and then after the game, they say, uh, my dead relative is up in heaven smiling, looking down. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, people, people say that all the time, you know. Yeah, oh, he's what, up there uh, looking down. Well, what's he looking down with? He don't have any eyes that work anymore. He doesn't have a head. He doesn't have a, a brain. What, what is he looking down with? I know. It, it also, his teeth obviously didn't rot out of his head because he's still smiling, too. Yeah. And uh, it's just amazing. It's, it's, it's the God Squad. Well, but, but it goes to prove to you, death in Florida though is, uh, makes you happy. Incredible. So yes. we're, to tie in a little politics here, I mean, we're never going to be really a, a truthful, free democracy until we have an anti-Christ candidate, you know, because this Christ candidate we've had for the last eight years didn't work out too well. Okay. Well, maybe that's Sarah. Maybe she's the anti-Christ, but I don't think so. She makes George Bush seem like an atheist. Don't she? A little bit. Sarah Palin. Right, especially because he was just faking it. And then these people that are scrambling now, these right-wingers, oh, but she's really great. She, uh, based on what? Just like on this pool, we got 81 people say she's great. Based on what? Based on the fact that her, her daughter's having an illegitimate baby? No, no. She's going to do the right thing and have yeah, a the baby right thing. and they're going to get right married. Thing, Bristol. What's your take on Sarah Palin? Totally unqualified, 459, 62.1%. Oh, you got your 750 licked. You ought to go for 900, Chris. All right, yeah, maybe we'll do that. We'll think about that. Who the hell is Sarah Palin, 134, 18%? I've got any idea who that bitch is. She's great, 81. She's okay, 65. You should live so long. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bow and the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil Gott. MTV presents Nine Inch Nails Unplugged. I wanna f you like an animal! Damn it, this thing's not on! How come this isn't working? Trent, you knocked over my bongo. Nine Inch Nails Unplugged, only on MTV. 14 at 560 WQM. That's uh, after Labor Day. Now we better get our nose to the grindstone, get down to business. What, is, what does that mean, get your nose to the grindstone? No, I'm you ever think about sure that? It's some old-timey expression. Oh, it's an old, old-timers. I'm, I'm burping. I, well, I had that bacon. I had that bacon too close toward the, before the beginning of the show. It's your fault. I know. When it rains, it's George's fault. When we don't right. get enough votes on the poll, it's Chris's fault. And when somebody uh, utters a, a liberal position on this radio show, it's my fault. What gives you the right, mister? Who died and gave you the right to express something other than the neo-Nazi, uh, neo-con party line? You communist are you. In case you hadn't heard it, the 17-year-old daughter of the Republican vice presidential candidate, Governor Sarah Palin of Alaska, is pregling. Palin said yesterday an announcement intended to knock down rumors by liberal bloggers that Palin faked her own pregnancy to cover up for her child. 
Bristol Palin, one of Palin's five children with her husband, Todd. Well, how about the other five with somebody else? Is about five months pregnant is going to keep the child and marry the father, the Palin said in a statement released by the campaign of Senator John Insane McCain. And as you know, shotgun weddings like that are always a good idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bristol Palin made the decision to keep the baby on her own, McCain aide said. We've been blessed with five wonderful children who we love with all our heart and mean everything to us, the Palin statement said. Our beautiful daughter Bristol came to us with news that as parents we knew would make her grow up faster than we had ever planned. As Bristol faces the responsibilities of adulthood, she knows she has our unconditional love and support, the Palin said. They asked the media to respect the young couple's privacy. Yeah, you should live so long, honey. Bristol and the young man she'll marry are going to realize very quickly the difficulties of raising a child, which is why they'll have the love and support of our entire family. We ask the media respect our daughter and Levi's privacy as has always been the tradition of children of candidates, the statement concluded. Even though, of course, her daughter, a good, born-again, evangelical Christian, has been doing the old in out. And Levi has deposited his seed within her womb, and she is in the family way. A sin. If ever, if ever I heard of a sin, man, that sounds like it to me. Mm-hmm. They've been the old, doing the old hanky-spanky, baby. Senior McCain campaign official said that McCain knew of the pregnancy when he selected Palin last week as his running mate and that he decided it did not disqualify the 44-year-old governor in any way. Maybe she's got those naked pictures of McCain and the Billy Goat or McCain and Billy Carter. In the short period since the pick was announced last Friday, Palin has helped to energize the Republican Party's conservative base, giving the McCain camp fresh energy going into the camp. <laughs> oh, woo! McCain campaign official said the news of the daughter's pregnancy was being released to rebut what one aide called mudslinging and lies circulating on liberal blog sites like Daily Costs, which we got that on our uh, thing today. We got that allegation. And who knows? Maybe, maybe somebody made that up. Maybe it's true. And, who, you know, when you come right down to it, what difference does it make? Because regardless of any of these family uh, way situations, she's eminently unqualified regardless or as some people say, irregardless. Remember that poll you did a couple weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. About words that people make up, irregardless. Mm-hmm. It drives you nuts. Irregardless, my ass. It is. 7.54 on Chris's poll, and his goal is 800. I just I just lowered it down a little bit. Okay. Well, it's the first day after a holiday weekend. People are, you know, getting back to a business, I think. Okay, except in there, except in here. Where we're going to wait till January 1st till we get down to business. Then we're going to be really dangerous January 1. WQAM, hello. Or January 2, anyway. QAM, hello. QAM. Yeah. You sure? Yeah, positive. What do you got? Hey, I wanted to tell you about this morning. The uh, turn of radio on 6 a.m., expecting Joe Rose. Got big O. And I thought yeah. to myself... They wouldn't pay Joe. You know? You didn't hear the story, huh? You didn't hear the memo? I didn't hear the memo, but I'll tell you something else amazing. The sponsors are screwed up, too. Mm-hmm. Everything that the ghost said he did for the last two and a half to four years with the current sponsors, now they switched over to Joe, and Joe did all those things. So let me, let me ask you this question. Who are you hanging out with over there across the street now that uh, Boss Man is gone? I don't know what you're talking about, man. It's yeah, sure you do. Probably one of the uh, ticket salespeople. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound like the average listener worries about sponsors and about Joe's sponsors. Joe's still doing all of his spots. Don't worry about that. You'll feel like you bought from the factory. He, he's still doing that, and he's still got that chippy on his shoulder. I, I bet he developed a real fast chippy on his shoulder when he found out that they they announced that he was going to do six to ten without consulting with him first or offering him an extra dime to do the extra hour. I bet he had a big fat chippy on his shoulder. Don't you think? I imagine he did. I played that drop. What's that? You can kiss my rear end. I'm sure oh, that's yeah. exactly what he said. Probably, I'm sure that. Well, well he probably this said is the, ass. This is the way they think they can do things. They keep sliding their way on through and keep playing games with people's lives. And Yeah. WQAM, hello. I'll bring your ratings up. QAM, hello. QAM. Hello? Oh, phony accent. <laughs> oh, it's the Reverend Schmuck. Sounded like he was about to fall in the sink, didn't it? You hear the mm-hmm. water? Oh, and they were having Sounds this like big argument yesterday All about right. the levees in New Orleans, and, and was the water spilling over? Was it trickling over? Was it pishing over? Did you see right, that? Right, yeah. Oh, my God. They were having this big semantical argument about whether the water was spilling or dripping or peeing or... You people in the media need help. You need to be lined up and shot, most of you, including that bitch. Dana Badge with that senior Wentz's mouth. She looks like one of those uh, Indian shrunken heads, you know? Yeah. You seen those, those little voodoo shrunken heads? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what she looks like. What did you say? Absolutely. That's what I said. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. QAM. Good afternoon, Neil Rogers. Yes, sir. Hey, that's Peyton, man. He's a boy. I'd like to be inside of you, know what I mean? Really sad. Very, very sad. All these sexually frustrated right. people couldn't get laid in a whorehouse in Amsterdam. And the kids are back in school now, so that you know we can't even blame it on that now. No. These no, are these, these supposed are grown ups, right? These are supposed adults. These are people who never grew up. But I dumped it. <clears throat> I heard it. You want to make any kind of sexual innuendo about Sarah Palin, you're going to do so over our dead bodies, okay? George first. 762 on your survey. Sarah Palin. And you know, before Thursday, I never heard of her in my life. Right. Now, wouldn't you say that probably more than your average Joe, I kind of, you know, I read all these articles and I put them on our website. I'm, I'm fairly politically a stoop. I watch you the entire Democratic uh, Convention. Right. As well-read uh, and informed as anyone I know on the issue. Yeah, right. I'm telling you, as anyone I know. And, and I, know I never heard heads. of her in my life. Right. I never heard her name. I had no idea where, what her story was, what her deal is. And now that I know, of course, it's like, uh, oh. like that. WQAM, hello. I need a room. QAM, hello. What is it with line three, having real defugalties? QAM. Neil, how the hell are you? Okay. I got to tell you, I'm loving this Sarah Palin pick. I mean, it's just making them look so idiotic day after day. I mean, it hasn't been a week, and more news just keeps coming out about what a ridiculous wacko she is and yeah. all of her problems. I just love it. I think uh, we're going to get Obama on a landslide. Let's hope. Cross your legs. <laughs> and your eyes. Okay. Yeah, this, this I think, is the... Uh... And then they actually had a chance, which is the scary part. They had a chance because there's a lot of bigots out there that won't vote for the dark guy. But there's a lot of people going to be really scared of voting with this bitch on the ticket and knowing the kind of health that McCain is in being 185 years old. 
and having that big, puffy, cancerous cheek and having that young, well, she's not that young anymore, that young, blonde, wealthy wife with her uh, 85 right. houses. She just had a lot of work. Now, probably, I don't doubt that. Her skin's pulled tighter than a drum. Yeah, like uh, she looks like Joan Rivers on a bad day. Her skin, anyway. Although I'm sure that Chris thinks she's hot, Cindy McCain. Ah, whatever. Maybe he just likes the money. No. Chris is a gigolo. Oh. <laughs> well, you can understand what the kind of big bucks he's making at QAM. That's right. <laughs> Some what? Some big bucks. No whammies. Big bucks. I saw that. I saw that on the game show channel last night. I was channel surfing, and I haven't watched the game show channel in ages. In a goon's age. And there it was. There was. Uh, it was the end. Press your luck. Now, there were two shows that had the same with the whammy. What was the other one? I don't know. Well, why not? You and your fossil? friend Chicken Eck, you're the game show experts. Here's what I do know. It's way more important know? than any of this game show hazerai that you're doing over here. Yeah. I'm killing time so this thing will start. This next tune is every bit as popular as the cigarette that satisfies. The Andrews sisters roll out the barrel. Ah! This is the Glenn Miller yeah, orchestra. Had, but I had the group Yes, right. you did. And with uh, Glenn Miller backing them up. Only happy I bet you maybe an RCA records. And there's never any Doesn't have that echo, unfortunately. Oh. oh, this has got a slow start to it. But once they get going, oh, yeah. it really sucks. And a lot of sweet romancing. When they play the polka, the polka. When are we gonna get to roll out the When are we gonna get to that? I don't know. Might not be this. Could they be two different songs? By the way, I just noticed for the first time that Soledad has got boobs like raisinettes. Oh, you never can get to the part where they go roll out the barrel. This next two. Oh damn it, Richie! <laughs> I think it's two different. I think you're thinking of a. Uh, Two different songs, but I'll listen through to it during the break. Isn't that called the Beer Barrel Polka? That what I was just playing, yes, is called the Beer Barrel Polka. Well, that, they, they would eventually get to that if you okay. let it go long enough, and then the audience would have been long gone. And once they're... Uh... This next tune is... No, don't, don't play that again. Different across. I think it's a different song. It's not a different song. That's the song. Okay. Okay, well, you, you, listen, listen to gonna, the cue. Huh? I'm going to, during the break. During the break. Greg hates you. There's something in the air. The wafting aroma of dirty jock straps and rotting fish. Smells like a new season for the dolphins is about to Menachem begin. This isn't just a new season, it's a new beginning. The dawning of a new era, the ying of the sport hole yang, the cleats for the corns on your feet, the downbeat tally of Tim Pan Alley. Did I mention it's a new beginning, a fresh start, an emergence of what could be the genesis of a new Miami Dolphins team? This season, they may even win two games. 
Order your 50-yard line season tickets now for $1 with the purchase of a season parking pass for $5,000. The New Dolphins. Yes. Oh, won't you help? Please. 1232 at 560 WQM. I bet you is all whipped up about the start of the NFL regular season, aren't you? The barrel. See, what did I tell you, Mr. Dominic Thomas? They've got the runs? Okay, that's enough. Yeah, I'm very excited about that new Dolphin season. You better believe it. All right. It's the, uh, it's the uh, what you call it, era? Who's, what's the name of the coach? Soprano. Tony uh, Soprano? Soprano. Tony Soprano. And Ricky Williams says he's going to retire a Dolphin. And if things don't go his way, maybe in about two weeks. 784 votes on the Sarah Palin poll. And two, almost two-thirds say she is totally, absolutely, uh, eminently unqualified. And the 18% who say, who the hell is that? Once they find out who she is and what she's all about, they'll also echo the sentiments of the other 8 million. Absolutely, positively unqualified. Even for dog catcher. WQAM, hello. Go Gator. Boring. QAM, hello. QAM. Hi, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. I just wanted to say that Sarah Palin couldn't be, she's the absolute best choice they could have made as far as we're concerned. Mm -hmm. But if I hear McSane say one more time, my friends, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. He ain't my friend. No, he's not mine. I mean, he's a 70... And he's sure as hell not hers either because he's only met her twice in his lifetime. No, I, I think that was just the most hysterical pick that he absolutely could have made. It's a beautiful thing. And it smacked to me of uh, like an act of desperation. And, and, and stupidity. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. nobody checked her out in the least bit. Um, now, he checked her out. That's what it says here. Maybe they had a, a pretty uh, intense meeting there in Arizona. Well, on the stage, he was just sitting there yeah. twirl, twirling his ring... And uh, looking at her uh, booty. Yeah. Now, have you ever seen the Van Halen video, Hot for Teacher? Yeah. I, she reminds me of that. Like, she's going to just take off those glasses and let her hair down and start <laughs> jumping up <laughs> on the That's desk. just in the bedroom. That's just in the bedroom, you know. Those yeah. No, I don't know. She's just uh, a beautiful thing. Okay, well, thank you to all you right-wing Republicans. Thank you so much. What is that? Hot for Teacher. Oh. Sitsy mentioned it. I'm not going to play the whole thing. It just, you know, starts with drums. Since we don't hear drums at the beginning well, of the show. Well, Halen, by the way, they, uh, they informed the McCain campaign that they were using uh, one of their songs for right. their closing and then uh, without permission, without uh, paying for Correct. it, without anything. right now. And evidently Bush did the same thing. Maybe well, Bush care. likes Van Halen. Maybe. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hey, I'm Connor about the Dolphin tickets. What Dolphin tickets? The contest. Uh, for the Dolphin tickets. And what, what contest is that? Are you standing on your head? Wasn't it the fifth caller? Well, anyways, they're going to be special, man. they got a shot to be special. You know what? You're just making crap up as you go along. You're, the, the thing about the tickets makes as much sense about they got a shot. You sound like Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson talking crap. That's one thing Jimmy Johnson specializes in. That's why he wound up on TV, because he talks a lot of crap. He got the brainstem canned. And then he comes in there and fell flat on his ass. Didn't he fall on his ass, Chris? Oh, kind of. 
He fell on his fat well, ass. End, what do you yeah, mean, but I mean, he didn't do squat. He rebuilt. He rebuilt the defense. He didn't know what he did. Squat, Jimmy's Johnson. Hey, we yeah. got a shot. We got, got a shot. Like hey, you want to be shot, Jimmy? You're full of crap. Wanstatt and um, the Wanstatt era, and then of course the Sabinator era. Well, you forgot the Sabinator era. And well, you forgot about the Sabinator. The next Saban era. How long did that last? How many minutes did that last? About two hundred, man. Yeah. And it really amuses me because in the beginning when they bring these stiffs in, everybody, all these so-called fans, oh, this guy's going to be the greatest, and what a tremendous choice. And then after they fall on their ass and have another disastrous season, they, they want to run him out of town on a rail like Saban. They couldn't get him out of here fast enough. Am I right? Yes. Well, he couldn't get out of here fast enough himself, yeah. No, so it worked both ways. Yep. It was a marriage made in purgatory, kind of like Joe Bell and Clarence. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hey, Neil. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a great example of uh, McCain's decision-making ability, starting mm -hmm. off on a good foot there. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny. It's like he went into a meeting somewhere and said, hey, find me a dame, you know, find me some broad who I can put on the ticket. Let's get those Hillary chicks over, you know. It's like they think they're just going to jump on board because she's a female. It's a joke when you see them there, on the There TV. isn't a woman in America that they could have picked that would be less likely to get any of Hillary's people than this bitch. Oh, yeah, and they keep, if you watch them on TV, it's like that's their defense. Is, oh, oh, because she's a woman, you're, you're, you're criticizing her because she's a woman? It's like, you know, come on, Hillary voters, vote for her. Come on. Yeah. It's, a, it's a joke. And then, and then you hear them saying that she's more qualified than Obama. I'm like, okay, this lady has a bachelor's degree. Uh, in some like political science, and you're going to compare it to a guy who went to Harvard who uh, has a, a law degree. You know, the guy who's got you know actual. I can't wait to see her. I can't wait to see her debate Joe Biden. That should be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a real joke. It's it's amazing. So anyway, it's just it's depressing when you see and in, in these people trying to defend her. It's just. Uh, it's impossible the way. I, I think it's uplifting it. because as stupid as the American people are, they're not that stupid. You'll see. I hope so. All right. Have a great life, Pally. You too. Bye-bye. I'll pray for you. 792 on your point. You're approaching that vaunted 800 mark, Chris. Fat Chris is going to have a real feather in his cap today. All right. In fact, you might get a little extra put in that pay envelope. You never know. Yeah, right. What? No. If we make 900 votes on this show today, which we aren't going to do, by the way, if we make 850 today, like I said, you may have a little jingle in your uh, pocket. Yeah. You think? No. Not unless uh, George is going to give me two quarters or something before he leaves. George don't there have two nickels to rub together. Forget about three. There, there, there you go. Rubbing two quarters together. The sports leader. The sports leader. I joined the Nazi party, they used to call it the GOP, and I strongly agree with right-wing policies, so they won't be coming for me. So I went to the Nazi party, convention held in the Empire State, for 9-11 thank the Saudis, give their hands a shake, and dance on the grave. I'm reading Mein Kampf now. The Bush doctrine as well. You see, you believe anyone if you can't think for.
yourself. The entertainment at the Nazi party was appropriately Christian and white. There was David Duke and Clear Channel of Brooklyn Greenwood and Toby Greenteeth Keith. I'm watching O'Reilly now. And Ann Coulter as well. If you don't believe Bush is the only one, then you should die and go to hell. 12:45 at 5:60 WQM. Here's a uh, update on the uh, hurricanes. All 80 of them. You ready? I'm ready. You got your uh, maps out? Hurricane music? You want a news sounder? No, or something? I don't want anything melodramatic. I don't want to even be uh, seeing all those idiots blowing around in the wind and the rain and the storms and uh, hanging on for dear life. We're halfway through the 2008 hurricane season, says the Herald, but the ripe tropics are making it seem far from over. It's ripe in the tropics. Can you smell it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Farting up the storm. Hurricane Hannon, Tropical Storm Ike formed Monday in a new system. Tropical Storm Josephine popped up this morning. Popped up, just like that. Hannah crawling over the Turks and Caicos Islands in southeastern Bahamas. Hannah was downgraded to a tropical storm this morning with 70-mile-an-hour winds. Forecasters expected to pick up strength, become a hurricane again later today or to manana. South Florida just barely falls outside the latest five-day forecast cone, except for a small patch of North Broward. As Hannah moves northwest this week and gains strength, the, floor, the storm will jog up Florida's east coast, likely bringing in some foul weather to South Florida. Landfalls projected near the Carolinas on Friday is Category 1, Category 2 hurricane. The area of uncertainty is very large at this point and could affect anywhere from South Florida to the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Everybody should keep an eye on it. You got your eye on it? Oh, yeah. Both Mike, if forecasters' estimates are correct, the Bahamas and Turks and Caicos will be dealing with another hurricane soon after Hannah's out of their hair. Tropical Storm Ike is about halfway between here and Africa with 50-mile-an-hour winds on a path that's due west. Forecasters say it could strengthen into a hurricane by Wednesday and reach the Turks and Caicos by Sunday as a Category 2 storm. It's still unclear whether where I could go after this weekend, but likely to be close enough to South Florida. It's worth keeping your eye on it. And then if you got a third eye, keep it zoomed in on Josephine. This quickly organizing storm could grow into a hurricane by Wednesday, but as of today, its maximum winds are 40 miles an hour. Josephine is still far away, just moving toward the Cape Verde Islands off Africa's west coast, Forecasters think strengthening is inevitable as Josephine tracks west over warm water and no competing wind shear. This weekend, it's forecast to be somewhere in the middle of the Atlantic between Florida and Africa. Got it? Whole Got bunch it. of foul weather coming, baby. Now, now? One, of the, one of the things that Sarah Palin wants to know is what, what does the vice president do? That's what she wants to know? Yeah. Bill here, can I read this? All right. It's long. I may have to go okay, over to the next like hour. I, I don't want to do a lot of uh, bedtime stories, but we do have an election coming up pretty soon. You know, it's already the 2nd of September. Almost exactly, what is it, two months and two days? November 4? Mm-hmm. And I realize that the stuff about the election isn't as important as, I'm your friend, I'm your friend. But it's the best I can do. Bill Hare says John McCain's recent choice of Alaska Governor Sarah Palin, rather than being an odd selection, is a snug fit with the Republican Party's reversion to the Dark Ages through what's been termed the neoconservative movement. 
Palin falls into resonant comfort with paleontology, the study of fossils, McCain's salute of the Alaska as a force for reform decisively reinforces Let me try it again. See, I'm trying to hurry this because it's very long, and I'll just take my sweet damn time. Do. McCain saluted the Alaskan as a force for reform, decisively reinforces that he is far from the agent of change he portrays himself to be, and fits snugly with such neocon stalwarts as Bush and Cheney, along with Grover Norquist, Bill Crystal, Antonin Scalia, Clarence Thomas, and Paul Wolfowitz. Palin's identification with paleontology and the Paleolithic begins with a view that was once held to be within the exclusive province of the far right, and that traditional conservatives embracing anti-abortion agendas avoided. Before he launched his political career and was an ardent right-wing talk show host in Southern California, future Congressman Robert Dornan let it be known that while he opposed abortion, he made exceptions in areas where rape and incest were factors. Palin's across-the-board opposition to abortion for any reason would once again have stirred up headlines. Now, this is considered such a mainstream position for neocon Republicans that Palin's position has barely caused a ripple outside the ranks of women's feminist organizations. To show how far-right Republicans have lurched, Palin's belief in teaching creationism in public schools has become so acceptable that it's barely caused a stir. In the 60s, a San Diego Republican state legislator named Charlie uh, Chaplin Barnes was kept at a distance by fellow California Republicans who recognized the extremism of his position. What was once deemed extreme and dangerous on the Republican right has now become mainstream. Columnist Cal Thomas, a protege of the late Jerry Falwell, once stated on Crossfire that it was fine with him to teach in public schools that the earth is flat if that was what local school boards preferred. At a time when some 57 Nobel Prize science laureates warned of the mounting dangers to planet Earth's survival through global warming, and former Sacramento male nurse show, turned talk show host Rush Limbaugh dismissed such warnings and evidence as a hoax, his position was regarded as absurd, revealing him to be an extremist who appeals to gullible zealots. Palin sides with Limbaugh rather than the Nobel Prize scientist. She considers global warming to be a hoax. The violent force of nature that is forcing changes in Republican convention scheduling and from which McCain hopes to politically benefit as it's revealed that he may deliver his acceptance speech from the danger zone of that moment has assuredly changed nothing in the minds of Palin and fervent neocon believers. Prepare for Palin about a steady onslaught on a favorite topic, solving the energy crisis through Alaskan drilling. She has said it is a panacea to end all dependence on foreign oil, stating her view with simplicity that earmarks the ill-informed in interviews with Charlie Rose and Glenn Beck. Experts who have studied the Anwar issue concluded that such an effort would be a stopgap effort at best, with even limited results not to be realized for a decade. Expect McCain and Palin to use the Alaska drilling campaign argument as long as Republican strategists think it has traction. Note how quickly the Republicans responded this time during an election year to threats of harm to New Orleans and its residents when the first time around the issues were finishing George Bush's golf game at a country club, presenting John McCain with a birthday cake, and seeing that FEMA director Michael Brown chose the right tie before appearing on national TV. This is the same Sarah Palin whose fifth child is afflicted by Down syndrome and will be presumably left in the care of her commercial fisherman husband while she campaigns. Palin has also acknowledged that her 17-year-old daughter is pregnant out of wedlock. Such are the dilemmas in Republican family values land. Consider what Republicans would now be saying if any Democratic candidate were in the same circumcises. In her appearance on the Glenn Beck Show, Palin also noted that, as with global warming, only a few environmental extremists consider the polar bear as threatened with extinction. Since global warming is cited as the cause with rapidly melting ice caps in Palin's own Alaska, she is consistent in stating that there's nothing to worry about on either subject. A few days ago, the National Wildlife Federation delivered a televised appeal for funds and support to save polar bears from extinction. Even the current Republican regime's Department of Interior has listed the polar bear as a threatened species. According to Palin, this claim is as absurd as that of the existence of global warming. 
Palin also participated in a recent national TV interview with Lawrence Kudlow on CNBC. She asked Kudlow innocently just what a vice president of the U.S. is expected to do. Kudlow told her that the office has dramatically changed and that its occupants more broadly participate in the executive branch than earlier in history. The, this question, or rather, the question arises whether Palin, should she assume the vice presidency, will take Kudlow or perhaps another instructor or instructors along to provide her with a quick transition so she can answer any 11th hour emergencies and be called on if something should happen to McCain. Were the aforementioned factors considered by McCain and his staff before Palin's selection? Was Palin thoroughly vetted by the Republican High Command before her selection? Was the ongoing investigation into her dismissal of former Public Safety Commissioner Walter Monaghan also evaluated? Should we still feel safer, as constantly alleged with Republicans at the helm in the post-9-11 world? Was this factor considered, including Palin's experience and familiarization with global affairs in the Alaskan selection? After all, one commentator had always informative fair and balanced Fox News proclaimed that Palin had an edge over Democratic vice presidential nominee Joe Biden since she lived closer to Russia. Also, Palin supported Ted Stevens' controversial boondoggle bridge to nowhere and now surfaces as a reformer and claims to have opposed it from the start. Then there was the call for women to unite with an emphasis toward Hillary Clinton supporters to sign on since, after all, she is a woman. How does Palin's record stand out on issues vital to inform female voters, beginning with protecting a woman's right to choose? Wasn't it downright insulting to women to have Palin appear next to John McCain and exclaim that they should vote for her since, after all, she is a woman, just like Hillary? Says Bill Hare. Hey, I got that all done in this hour. Very nice. Nice reading. Thank you very much. Neil, God! I mean, it wasn't as important and as earth-shaking as, I'm a queen, as that. But then what is? What is? And Joe Bell, he likes that, you know? Jolly Joe Bell, he has, he's got as much of a clue about anything dealing with talk radio, or radio in general, but specifically talk radio. See, one thing he doesn't understand is that sports talk radio is still another form of talk radio. A bad no, one, no, nevertheless. No, 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 no. What? That's not true. It's uh, everything. It's not talk radio. It's not subject to the rules of talk radio. It's All you have to do is talk now. about the game, and, and everyone will want to listen. Don't you know? They sure don't want to hear about the game at night with a oh. point. Oh, well, those people are all just wrong. We just have to keep trying and trying. We're just not being sportsy enough. Those people are probably all watching ESPN. <gasps> and they don't know yet that starting January 1, we're going to have ESPN on from 11 at night till 6 in the a.m. Seven hours. That's almost a third of the entire day is going to be ESPN. Of course, I mean, most people are geschluffing during most of those hours, but nevertheless. When in doubt, sell out. Oh, there's McCain and Sarah. The country, she's in every new newscast across the country on television talking about something other than how great the John McCain. And I think that's inevitably is. part of the story cycle. Whenever someone brand new comes to the national stage. Oh, yeah, stage, Jerry Holt, senior advisor to the RNC. Oh, yeah. That's the way it goes. When anybody new comes along, anybody totally inexperienced that nobody ever heard of, it's... Same old the biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. It's the one to two hour. Real American a-holes. Real American a-holes. We salute you, short stay hotel maid. Short stay hotel maid. Psychologists could perform a Rorschach test on the sheets you clean, but you don't mind. After all, you're performing a public service. Giving back to the community. You never get tipped, and at least once a month you find a body in the bathtub. But you can still hold your head high, because you're making hospital corners without the benefit of hospital disinfectant. Clean up in room 37. There has
hasn't been a spill that big since the Exxon Valdez. And try as you might, you just can't remove the funk from the room. We don't want the funk! But you can be proud, Consuela, because at the end of the day, your sheets are tighter than any of the women who've ever slept on them. Ow! So we salute you, short-stay hotel maid, your rubber gloves, your broken English, and your mint. You are a real American a-hole. You fairy. 101 at QAM. We got uh, the beast. I mean, the beast. Excuse me. I apologize, too. Rock solid. go. Why did I say that? I don't know. Freudian, Freudian slip. slip. Anyway, speaking of uh, motels and movies, what was the movie uh, which you saw it and you liked it too? Where the couple checked in the motel, the car broke down and they went uh, to the motel. Vacancy, out. vacancy, yeah. What was it? Vacancy. Vacancy. Oh, there's a vacancy in a motel. All right. As somebody I know would say. He'll be on at four after the big O. We got the big O all over the place, man. Morning, afternoon. Pretty soon we'll have him on at night instead of that oh, point. Oh. Now, D.A., will he'll make a daytime appearance tomorrow, 2 to 4. Be sure and promote him heavily, okay? Okay. Well, whatever promotion you give him will be a hell of a lot more than he's had so far. You know, a caller last week made a pretty good point, which is unusual. And that is that jerks, if he would have been the best thing since sliced bread, which he wasn't, he was horrendous. But if he had had a great show, nobody would have known about it. Right? Yeah. How would anybody outside the, um, you know, we just keep preaching to the choir to the same diminishing number of people. Pretty soon we're going to be talking to ourselves. Don't you someday you get the feeling that you're talking to yourself? What? <laughs> oh. Woo! And also there was a call. I'm trying to think of what. There was one last week that really left a tremendous impact in my brain. But I forget. It was so, it was so impactful that I forgot what it was. It'll, it'll come to me. Over the sure. years, there are certain ones that just stick in your mind, like like the one about the Eric Clapton's kid flying out the window, you know. Mm-hmm. Now you've lost touch with the audience, Neil. You've gone too far. You've lost touch. Yeah, I'm still touching, and they're all still touching it, too. You can tell on the phone. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Where did the check go? Back to ESPN? He's gone. He's long gone. And once he's gone, he ain't coming back. All right, let's bring in Sydney back then. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's the Sydney guy. That's the guy that's in love with Sid the Kid. Rosencrantz, Schwartzberg, mm-hmm. Steen. Like I said, they all got one line. They all got one thing, the quarter schlock guy and the hockey announcer guy and the uh, uh, ratings guy. and Right? Yep. Very sad. One note, Charlie, then. Just a, a potpourri of one note Charlie's. That's South Florida for you. Well, look at that. The Brandon says Vacancy is a great movie. I wouldn't say it's great, but it's pretty damn good. It's no Of Mice and Men. I don't want to see it. I, I could watch it this week. I've got a lot of time on my hands, but I don't want to. All right. I don't want to. It's a good movie. I mean, Paco was in Europe for uh, two weeks with a young lady friend. Mm-hmm. Not what you think. Well, I, uh, I know. Is, no, it is it's what exactly you think. what I think. Yeah. Oh, nothing. But nevertheless, currently in Barcelona. I've never been to Barcelona. Isn't that something when you send your friends to places that you've never been to? One of my yeah. friends I sent to Oslo, Norway, a few years ago. Never been there. I have no desire to go there. I don't want to eat moose or elk or whatever they eat up. Oh, oh and that's that's her favorite uh, uh, meat, by the way. Moose. 
Moose. That's yes. what they said on the news over the weekend. Uh, Sarah Palin's favorite meat is moose. And based mm-hmm. on all the hanky spanky going on in that family, I think that's a lie. One of many. Right. You think she likes pork? 832 votes on the poll. What's your take on Sarah Palin, the pork lady? Totally unqualified, 520. Don't get porky about it. 62.5% say she is totally unqualified. Unbelievable. That too. Who the hell is Sarah Palin, 149? 18% have no idea who that bitch is. She's great, 93, 11.1%. And she's okay, 70. She's great. She's great what? How could anybody say she's great? Unless, of course, they have the hots for her like Chris. Right. Maybe it's uh, her legs. We haven't seen them yet. And with any luck, we won't. WQAM, hello. You're my friend. QAM, hello. Well, that sure had a nice ring to it, didn't it? It did. WQAM, hello. I want to see Jim Mendes smack you one day. What? I want to see Jim Mendes smack you one day. <laughs> Jim Manage is going to smack you one day. What's he got, long arms? He's going to smack you one day. Say, Say it again. Say it again. Yeah, yeah, he's going to smack you. <laughs> Jim Manage is going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Can you imagine the size of the digit? Rectum. Finger that's up his ass. Wow. I think it was a thumb. Yeah, it felt like a finger. Five, six, seven. I don't think you're going to make no 900, by the way, in your poll. Didn't we say oh, well. 850? I said 850. Yeah, I said. We backed away a little bit because uh, you know we we stuck our finger out the window to uh, you know get get a Check uh, the air. yeah to get a fix on the lay of the land. See which way the wind was blowing. That John Zarella yesterday with a little what were they call those things? Hydro um, they have a name for those things like a weather vane. Hydroponic pot plants. Oh, oh uh, uh, Eric wrote it down in the little thing. Anemometer. 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 Yeah. Is that it? Anemometer. Yes. Correct. And he had a little black one and an anemometer, too. And he kept, he was trying to hold it up, but the wind kept blowing his arm away. And he would try again, and then you'd see a little bit of it, and it's spinning around like, like Mickey Mouse ears, you know. In fact, I knew they were Mickey Mouse ears as soon as Zarella said, Eisner? Then I knew where I'd seen them before. Yeah, don't watch No Country for Old Men, by the way. That's our good our good movies not to watch advice here on the show. Instead of having movies that people should watch, let's just start protecting people from wasting their money and time. Right. And that was another long movie, too, I think. Two and a quarter, two and a half hours, something like that. Oh, my God. At least two hours too right. long. Plenty of time to put the ending in there. There, There is no ending. I know. That was why I went then all crazy. Then I woke up. Yeah. Here it goes to black. Here come the credits. And I thought, you've got to be schmitting me. Sure. I wasted I wasted two hours of my life right. to watch thinking, this. Why is he talking to that old man now? I want to know what's going on with that. One of you know, the big uh, climax yeah. between the uh-huh. two guys. You know, finally something's, you know, no, no, no. Something happened, all right, but we're not going to show you. You just got to figure it out. Well, how about uh, there will be blood? Yeah. I'm finished. I'm finished. <laughs> By the way, You're it was finished. The whole everybody who watched it is finished. <laughs> because you told me that, and I was uh, ready for it. It was uh, it was quite the punchline. Yeah, I I'm chortled. finished. That was after he smashed into the preacher's uh, head with a yeah. bowling pin. That, he, that was he, good. He I was funny. That. Yeah, he had it coming. Yeah, but we didn't need uh, that long ass movie just for that. WQAM, hello. You're my friend. QAM, hello. Line three seems to have uh, problems. Issues, yeah. Hello. <laughs> 
Lord. WQAM, hello. Hola. Yeah, I think these are the threes. They just put in seven. What? These are those ones. I think they just put them in the seven. Yeah, this guy talking like into a, into a tin can or what? Yeah, the bucket. WQAM, hello. Yeah? Yes. Uh, I just found out that Sarah Palin is a fan of Pat Buchanan. Yeah. That, 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 that's circulating on the Internet, yeah. She's crazy. She's a crazy She's a Nazi, Nazi yeah. And the Jews are pretty pissed off about it, too, by the way. But hopefully Obama can pick up some Jew voters from Florida. We'll see. Okay. All right. See you, pal. Yeah, and uh, guess what? Speaking of picking up the Jewish voters, guess where Joe Biden is hanging out? At a uh, deli in Deerfield. Oh, That'll do it. If it works out as good for him as it did for uh, Rudy Giuliani and Wesley Clark. By the way, I uh, sent you a couple emails. Somebody wanted me to forward you something, and then uh, I found a, a video that somebody sent me. Of uh, John McCain doing the the ass check that everyone's talking about. Really? During that when he was presenting her, he kept it was it was pretty amazing to see. We were watching it live, and he never took his eyes off of her Back ass or his hand off his wedding ring. We were doing we were doing a countdown every. Yeah, time. we were going to play a little drinking game, but we didn't have any uh, whiskey. P.R. Ralph says Puerto Rican Ralph says you missed out today being the first day of Ramadan. We still got time to play it. Happy Ramadan, all you terrorists. Now, who is it that uh, celebrates Ramadan? Muslims. Yeah, but which one? The good ones or the bad ones? Ah, the, the, ones with the, the ones with the beards. Oh. And the shmata heads? Yeah, I don't know. A lot of them are engines. Boy, you talk about having your turban on too tight. It says, and is, is it me or was Ray Nagin basically saying, they blame me the last time, so this time get the F out of Dodge because you'll not blame me. Yeah, he was uh, everybody. The FEMA people and uh, your president and vice president and, and Ray Nogginhead, Knucklehead, and all these people were, like, really bending over backward. Oh, we're going to do it right this time. And then, of course, it turned out it wasn't, it wasn't what they thought. It wasn't what they were expecting, really. Your number, you know, a spread of, of five or six points. I, I, you know, elections are about matchups. And uh, it's clearly between John McCain and Barack Obama. And I think on this issue of experience, Barack Obama's making his case based on judgment. He's saying, you know what, John McCain might have a lot of experience, but he has experience making the wrong decisions. He was wrong in the war in Iraq. He was wrong on... I, I just was fascinated because, you know, who's uh, heading up this panel of this very important discussion? Soledad. Mm. Well, thank you, Soledad. Over. Who's going to give Ricky a blow? Hey everybody, I'm Brownie Brown, accountable for everybody brown and drown. As a human being, I'm a big disappointment, but I got a brown nose and I knows where to point it. There was no rush to get them saved. They don't vote Republican anyway. I did everything I possibly can. To show my support for the Ku Klux Klan Oh, what a job I had as the rector of FEMA When I ain't much more than a weaselly schemer And a clueless son of a bitch Gets his gigs, brown nose in the ridge Gets his gigs, brown nose in the ridge New Orleans is wiped out and gone But W said I did one heck of a job Man, it sure pays off to be a crony and another white-pasty Christian phony The National Guard is down there now 
with orders just to get the press out of town. Everybody go home, there's nothing to see. Everything here is peachy keen. Oh, the hurricane gave us a big easy. For neocon social engineering, like a giant Republican squeegee. Praise Jesus, Bush, our Lord and King. Praise Jesus, Bush, our Lord and King. I don't believe compassion's what we lack. It serves the right to have less blacks. And you dissenters who say it's a national disgrace. They shouldn't have it black in the first place. This is no time to play the blame game. Since we know that hurricanes are caused by gays who are not the right kind of homo. Like Scotty McClellan and Carl Rove. Oh, we're achieving the American right-wing dream. To make everybody white like me. And an ignorant son of a bitch. Who gets his job ground those in the rich. Oh, how I miss petting my Arabian horses. I'd rather do that than watch floating corpses. I'm a negligent murderer now. And I'll keep going down to keep my nose brown. I'm a negligent murderer now. But I'll keep going down to keep my nose brown. Heck of a job, Brownie. Heck of a job, Jolly Joe. I see a lot of similarities. In fact, they, uh, I think they're the same person. 118 at 560 WQAM. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and AT&T wireless line. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Neil, I love the do-up shop, the good old days. When, when are you going to die already, Mario? How can you When are you going to die? Do, do the human race a public service. How can you be so mean and say that? How can I be mean? You're a chronic. You're a pest. You're annoying. Go that away, is, Mario. Die. The most evil Crawl in the I've corner the and die, Dianu. Die. Wow, you have no respect for life, sir. Not yours. Yours is worthless. How can you say that? Sir? Mario Moreno, whose phone number, by the way, since he wants to talk to the audience, is 305-883-8538. How could you be so evil? Getting some calls, you can join the, uh, the cluster fork over there that's, uh, you know, in that one house. Yeah, that's right. Why don't you go over to, uh, to uh, Prozac Ron's house? Mm-hmm. You can join in. Sir, there's room on the all the other curtain. misfits, Mario, go do some business. Go, go write some insurance, you loser. Sir, how can you do this? And how can you do that? Your act is so lame. You're pathetic. You're tragic. 305-883-8538. Give Mario a call. You can do your own talk show with him. He's just loaded with bad material. God. That is, that, that spoiled my whole day right there. All the rest of it, everything has been going fine. Fine as GI wine. Don't let it ruin your day. 853 votes on Chris's poll. What do we say? 875? Sounds good? I thought it was 850. What are you trying to do here? What is it? Why are you trying to make it harder? You trying to get me fired? I'm not trying to make it hard. Not at my stage of life. Believe me. Oh, okay. Forget it. WQAM, hello. I'm your friend. QAM, hello. I'm your buddy. WQAM, hello. I QAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. WQAM, hello. Visit the fund's website or call Dana. That's the best of that bunch so far. You know how these come in in bunches? Yes. Like grapes, in like clumps. hemorrhoids. Like roids. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. 
Yes, sir. Hang okay. on, let me turn the radio down. Yeah, yeah turn it, turn, turn it back up so you can hear the dial tone real loud. <laughs> Woo! It's the hour. I didn't realize it was going to be. And, of course, starting next week, Monday, I come back full time. That's right. Why do you say it so wistfully? Unless, of course, you want to work, uh, you know. No, no, thanks. Three, four days a week. Oh, for some money, maybe. Well, didn't you get paid extra for that all that work you did this summer? No. Not a dime? No. Not a penny from your close personal friend, Jolly Joe Bell, who thinks you're so great and loves you so much? He does not, and you're correct. I'm correct what? That, no, I did not get paid a dime. Extra. Well, you were. You did the show three days a week all summer long, for Christ's sake. I know. And you didn't get reimbursed? I just got my normal pay. What a cheap bastard. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. He's my buddy. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hey, Neil, how are you? Okay. The thing is, it's funny because you mentioned earlier, like the name, but you didn't mention, you know, the guy who calls up all the time and mentions Andy Rothman's name. The yeah, Andy Rothman That's another product. idiot. Yeah, you're another jerk. Glad you reminded me, okay? I'm sure the audience uh, is breathing a breath of fresh air now that we finally got your call for the day. The Andy Rothman guy. Wants to get his boyfriend's name you fairy. on the air as much as possible. And, of course, Steve Stone. And who's the other one? David Sugarman. And his mother. And his mother. Your mama. QAM, hello. Uh, how are you doing? Um, is this for the Miami Dolphins? Is this for the Miami Dolphins? Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, what what does that mean? Hello? Yeah. Well, what does that mean, is this for the Miami Dolphins? For tickets. Yes. No. Yeah. How many do you want? You have to sing first, though. Yeah. Damn it. First, you have to stick your whole fist up your... Rectum. And then uh, do a little uh, Kazatsky. Spin around like a like a dreidel. With your ha fist still in your... Rectum. Ass, of course. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Very nice to hear you, sir. Um, do you think that McCain knew? Uh, do you think Colin was up front with McCain about the daughter, or did he find no, out? Let me ask, you, let ask you this question. Sure. When people call up talk shows and they ask questions like that, it makes my blood curdle because how do I know? I, I don't think. I have no idea. I don't uh, know what went on behind the scenes. I wasn't there. I wasn't a fly on the wall. Do you know? My gut tells me that he found out the same way we all did. Your butt tells me he found out the same way. Okay, well, good. Say hi to your butt. Isn't that what he said? His butt reminds him? Yes. Maybe it talks. His butt reminds him of Josh Friedman, no doubt. Speaking of an aroma that could put you in a coma. 857, Chris is over 850. That means he's going to get the big raise. You'll see when the next paycheck comes through, which isn't that far off. Correct. Isn't it on Friday, the 5th? Don't you get uh, you guys get yep. those mm -hmm. little slips of paper in an empty mm -hmm. envelope? A little slip of paper, no change, no extra, you know, cash in there. No, maybe a few twenties would be nice, a couple of hundreds. Just a little stub. And believe me, a lot of us can relate. No fun having a little stub. WQAM, hello. Obama's Lord. QAM, hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? I'd just like to do a shout out to my gay son. Yeah, okay, great. 
a shout-out. That, that's another uh, part of Americana that just makes my blood curdle. My blood's been doing a lot of curdling, like spoiled, like sour yeah. milk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Curds and whey. Curdles uh, yeah. and whey. Like Little Miss Muffin. I want to give a shout-out. Yeah, shout this. Shout it out. Go clean your soil underwear and shout it out. Sarah paling my ass. People ought to be revolting in the streets. And you know something? Most of these people we've talked to today, revolting. Biggest name. The best talent. Peter Israel Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil God. Ramadan, 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 Ramadan. I'm bowing on my knees so I can well and fly. I'm a Muslim, Muslim, Muslim all the way. I pray for painful death to pigs in USA. you terrorists out there who are celebrating, and, and others, I'm sure that there's some very peaceful, loving, wonderful people. Don't you think? Absolutely. No. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. Absolutely. Oh. Well, I'm, uh, I'm having difficulty here sticking the right thing in the right slot. There we go. Yeah, it's not the first time. I know. That's what uh, Sarah Palin said, too, although she doesn't seem to be having no, difficulty. No, yeah. Ain't hey, nobody missing nothing. No, they're all straight shooters in that crowd. Wow. They're procreating, man. 862 votes on Chris's award-winning pool. Nice going. Well, thank you. The question being, who the hell is Sarah Palin? And does she pale in the significance uh, in, compared to uh, her running mate, old John McCain? Anyway, uh, we got, uh, what's his name, coming up at 2 o'clock. Oh, that's right. Rock solid. Good to go. Who is a legend in his own mind. Make no mistake about that. He is absolutely. Rock solid. Positively. Rock solid. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five, and you'll notice as we've gone through the show today, since uh, Joe Bell is like helpless and hopeless and useless and uh, unwilling to really do anything about, there there's really one one household. That's the problem. Right. Am I right? Well, two, but yeah, mostly one. No, 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 mostly one. The other one we can live with. Mostly one. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And if Joe Bell really believes that the phone company thinks that we give out our phone number and we invite people to call five, six, eight thousand times a day, then Joe Bell needs mental help, although we already know that. 
anybody that would put out a schedule to the media then come to find out that he hadn't talked to the participants, to the to the individuals involved. Didn't I tell you that last week? Yes, you did. I had a feeling. I had a psychic feeling, man, and deep in my bowels. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hey, good afternoon, Neil Rogers. Yes, sir. I just want to make a comment. I've listened to you on different stations and different markets for several years. Uh, you know, there's, there's Republicans, there's Democrats, there's liberals, there's conservatives, there's left-wingers, right-wingers, but you're no different than any other guys. I mean, you express your opinion and you say what you believe and you let people speak their, what they want to do, but, I mean, you got this guy next to you, reef ahead, and he's smoking all this weed. He can't be rational sometimes, but you're rational. But the fact of the matter is, everybody's not going to agree, and hopefully whoever gets nominated can fix the situation. But, well, let, let me ask you, know, you something. What, what does that have to do with the comment you just slipped in there about reefer head? What, what is that supposed to mean? Well, I mean, it's... It all the time with this. To, I used to... Oh, okay. Boring. I'm sure it was just as boring the first time as it is Sure, and time. the third time and the fifth time. Mm-hmm. Let me QAM. Hello. QAM, hello. Neil. Yeah. Good afternoon. Yes. Hey, is, uh, how's George? Is George here today? Yeah, George is here. George, I love you, brother. Yeah, and? I love George a lot. I just want to let you guys know I love George a lot, and I look forward to having George on a show by himself one day and just riding into a sunset with him together. Yeah. Here's my suggestion to you, okay? Go take an ESL course, okay? That's my suggestion to you. 866 votes on your poll. You know, you could have had that 900 if we'd have pushed for it, but you you know, you didn't want to take a risk. Uh-huh. You didn't want, you didn't want to lose all that loose change in your pay on Correct. Here, a little jingle. WQAM, Hello. I hope every one of those Pines pigs gets ball cancer from those radar guns. Amen. I second that emotion. All you porkers out there with your damn <laughs> radar guns. Well, they got to make the quota, you know. We just finished the month, and now we're starting out a new month. You mean that quota they don't have? Yeah, the quota that they deny that they have, but uh, they absolutely do. Absolutely. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Neil Rogers. Yes, sir. What the hell is the new lineup, finally? We don't have a new lineup yet. It's temporary. It's temporary. Was it supposed to kick in today? Yes. And it didn't? It did not because Joe Rose hadn't agreed to do 6 to 10, and they just went ahead and they, uh, you know, they, they just penciled them in there. Okay, so... Very, very, very incredibly unacceptable and Bush League move on QAM's part. So it's status quo at WQAM, then? Well, no, I mean, uh, the big O is going to be doing 2 to 4. I, I heard him this morning from 5 to 7. But, but he's doing both. Oh, okay. All right, Neil, I'll year. wait he, for the he's... big lineup change, I guess. Okay, hold your breath. See, there's one guy there that cares. He's all breathless about uh, the new lineup change. Well, they're shuffling the deck. Where are they putting the ace of spades? And where are they putting the two of clubs? And where are they putting the uh, seven of diamonds? And like that. Right? Yep. You got it. WQAM, hello. Okay. Okay. QAM, hello. Hi, hold on. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. 
first of all, I, I think there's a conspiracy going on with drug companies and all these weather people. I think they're in cahoots together to get people all jerked up. What happened to the days of Ralph Rennick reporting the news, that's long gone. I said this the other day, and I think Sarah Palin's hot, but I wouldn't vote for her. Bye. She's hot. There's, along with the fat Chris there, I think she's hot. Man, you talk about the voices of desperation. She's about as hot as the Arctic. Uh, of course, that's getting warmer. She is not hot. But then again, there's some guys, if it's, you know, if it wears a skirt or a dress and it's got a couple of boobies. Although, what did I say? Uh, did I mention it on the air? That Soli Dad's got boobies like, uh, like, you did. Raisinets. She really does. She ain't got no breasts. But of course, uh, she's qualified to be on there. She, she's as qualified to be doing news reporting on CNN worldwide as Sarah Palin is to be the commander of the universe. What's your take on Sarah Palin? That's our world-flaming poll. 873 votes. Wow. We would have made 900 easy if you like, uh, wouldn't have been so damn argumentative. Say what? What's your take on Sarah Palin? Totally unqualified. 547, 62.6%. Who the hell is that? 153, 17.5%. Who that? She's great. 99, 11.3% say she's great. Those must be card-carrying Nazis for sure. And she's okay, 74. Out of 873 votes. Three. WQAM, hello. Hello. Oh, Casanova, so shade at the beach. WQAM, hello. Something about Goldie's voice in the morning, man. First thing in the morning. Yeah, this is doing Please say it ain't so. Please. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Good afternoon. How are you? Okay. Did you hear the uh, 10 o'clock news folded on um, Channel 39? I guess it's WSDZL. I, was, I put it on last night that everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. So I think they, I read somewhere they announced that they're just folding, or I guess they're just going to go to the 11 o'clock news at Channel 6. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it wasn't a bad station. It's just... Uh, now you got to watch. Just that nobody watched it. Yeah, just channel. Do I have to watch Channel Seven now, or God knows? <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Yeah, do, do whatever you like, sir. Do I have to watch Channel Seven? What do you say, George? Does he have to watch Channel Seven? Well, it depends on where he lives. You know, if he's in the three hundred five area code, then I think it's mandatory. He has to watch Channel Seven. Did Palin lie about the bridge to nowhere? That, that's just it's on our website. Eight million Sarah Palin uh, stories. And up until last Thursday, nobody, even her family, never heard of that bitch. Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Is that really on the rejoin? No, I had that added so that, uh, you know, you had the sports leader there. <laughs> I know that the Lord oh even loves God. Neil Rogers. The federal government just learned about those people today. Under withering criticism from both parties, Brown offered no apology and mostly blamed others for the debacle that cost hundreds of lives. Mike Brown, there's no one left to blame. I said, Brownie, you're the government shame. I said, Brownie, cause your career's up in flame. There's no one I know. Who's more lame, George Bush? You'd better make him shut up before he says, if it was you who messed up, you can defend him. 
but I'm sure you will find many think that he should do time. I was just tired of this sport. He's way too dumb to run the FEMA. Some people died when he ran FEMA. Now that everyone knows that your leadership blows, you can go back to your horse shows. Today, both Republicans and Democrats criticize the fact that Brown is still on the federal payroll. That may be because as long as he remains an administration official, his testimony must be cleared by the White House. Heck of a job, Brownie Hound. Heck of a job. 145. But, of course, everybody's forgotten about that now because of yesterday's tremendous uh, response by the federal government, by FEMA and by your president and by your vice president and by Ray Naganhead and uh, everybody. And uh, John McCain, right? And Cindy McCain and yep. Sarah Palin. Yep. And Michael. Michael? Palin. Oh, yeah. At least they're funny. Yeah. Nothing funny about that bitch. Oh, I don't know. She looks like a card. Except the fact that her daughter's pregnant and ain't married and is 17 years old. All of these um, All of these things. things. But then again, you know them evangelicals. They sure, oh, God, that's good. They sure like screwing their brains out, man. They love it. Oh, God, that's good. I've been told that there are people out there who don't like me, so I'd like to invite them all to come down to the Rogers Center so they can get to know me better. Unfortunately, it only seats 50,000. Listen, after 30 years, this is me. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Take it or shove it. WQAM, hello. Boy, that line three is uh, sticky. QAM. See, I told you. QAM, hello. Hey, Charlie, how you doing? Okay. Hey, uh, Neil, I got a question. Why does this regime continue to treat all the good people like crap and all the people who don't bring us on the table, they just put them on a pedestal? For instance, like Joe, Joe Rose, I mean, they, they, they basically just told him, look, you're going to work from 6 from six in the morning and, and not let them know anything about it? Correct. I mean, I don't understand how people can work like that. Uh, by the way, are they hiring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Are they hiring? Yeah, there's stuff that goes on here. Now, what was the word that you used? Um, scandalous. Yes. There's stuff that goes on with this regime, as he called it, that, that's never been heard of before. It's never been heard of. Oh, we're making up the new schedule, Alan. By the way, you're working four hours instead of three, and you're going to come and get up at four in the morning and do it. And we're not going to give you any more money for it, but we sure appreciate it. And we really, what was the line in Clarence's memo? Wouldn't I be fair. Somewhere. What? Wouldn't be fair. No, 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 not that part. Oh. About the schedule that we all want? Oh, yeah. You know, you, me, Chris, everybody. That's the schedule that we all want. But Joe, right now, he don't want to. He don't want it. He don't got it, and he don't want to. Oh, here it is. I got, I got the memo. Dated today. We have pushed back the launch of our new lineup until January 1st, 2009. It's not fair to Joe Rose to ask him to work the schedule we all want. There is the line we all want, but ultimately it is not realistic at this point. Joe has too many commitments during football season to start 6 to 10 a.m. now. Once football season ends, we'll unveil our new lineup anchored with Joe and Morning Drive 6 to 10 a.m. Now, wouldn't we have known this ahead of time without embarrassing? See, like, how many times have I told you that these people have no shame? Right. No shame. I was going to cut you off there. Embarrassed. They have no shame, so there's no embarrassment factor. 
No humiliation, no degradation. They continue making, just taking down their pants and showing their bad ass to the world over and over again. Because there's the right way, there's the wrong way, and then there's the QAM way. Not slow, not fast, half-fast. And this is uh, what we have to contend with. And that's why, that's why on this show we've got for 50, uh, 200,000 times a day. That was 50,000 to 200,000. Here is a fact that is just beyond belief. Well, no, that's believable. At this point, I wouldn't say anything connected with this place is beyond belief. Last Friday, I was listening to Gildy, and the quarter slot guy called in as the slot guy talking about the Canes game. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. So the people, the, the cancers, the, the walking, living, and breathing cancers who have infested this show, now they're spreading out. The schlock guy. What do you think about that? Ow! So Geldy was sick yesterday morning. He had the Labor Day-itis? I guess. And so Curtis did the 7 to 10 schlot, and then the beast got uh, forced into duty... Uh, Attended to yesterday, unbeknownst to me and unbeknownst to George. Did they call you about that? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> good one. He's gagging no. on it. WQAM, hello. Neil, good afternoon, sir. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. Hey, were you aware that there was a tragic death this today? Killer Kowalski died. Did you see that? No. Remember the wrestler Killer Kowalski? Yeah. Who, so who cares? Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't hang up on me. Plus. This thing with um, uh, um, the woman that's going to be the vice president next. The next thing we're going wait, to wait, 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 wait. First of all, you don't know the name, and you're telling me she's going to be the vice president? No, no, no. I'm, I just forget. We've been talking about her so much. It's kind of one of those things that you just don't even talk about her. We ought to well put Chelsea in there. You know? Chelsea Clinton. She's looking hot the other day, wasn't she? Don't yeah, almost as hot as Sarah Palin. All you, all you hetero guys with these hot chicks, man. God forbid that anybody had a thermometer. Hot. No, no, you, you do know. You, I, well, of course, yeah. George is in that category too. Anybody, anybody right. wearing a skirt. That's right. If, if Clarence came in there wearing a skirt, George would attack. What do you mean if? It would be appropriate. A real lady. A real Missy. Oh, it wouldn't be fair to Joe and uh, yada yada yada. Well, then why did you put it out the first place, you schmuck? You quizzling, you impotent fool? You fairy. God. So, uh, what's her name? She's going to have the uh, she's going to have the baby. What's her name? Bristol. Bristol. As in the Bristol stomp. I, I still don't believe that was the original version. Book Brian told me that it uh, no, that's a digitally remastered version. Uh, the original version you. is too noisy. You. you can't mess with me with those moldies, man. I know my oldie goldies. My goldies. <laughs> So you don't have the original one? No. Well, I, I think you ought to, you know, look it up. Oh, my God, is Fat Chris looking at the poll? 894. We need only six more to get to 900. That would mean some serious extra cash in your pay envelope this uh, Friday. Oh, well, then let's go, people. Hurry up. Six more votes to get to 900 on the 2nd of September, the day after Labor Day. You can almost smell it in the air, can't you? The gigantic comeback, all that bonus money coming, you'll, you'll see. Woo. It's going to be a banner year here at QAM. Biggest names. The best talent.